Twenty something and living. Hey guys, we're back. Twenty something and living. Krista, let me tell you. Twenty something and living. Yes, Teresa, I'm ready. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're anything like me and reading has become a huge part of your life, or maybe you've just always been reading, you need to check out Audible. They have so many audiobooks available for you right now, guys. And while you're on there, you might as well use our code. It's audibletrial.com slash 20FNL. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash 2020FNL. Go ahead, y'all. Get your life and enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. We're back. I'm so uh, excited, y'all. Episode 15. Yes. It is episode 15. Right. I'm proud. I'm excited. <sighs> All right. I guess we can get to it, Therese. I mean, how you been? I heard, you know, I've been all right. You know, I've been having some some hair struggles, but other than that, I've been okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your AliExpress is really messing with me, but, you know. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, I never bought, I never messed with AliExpress. You know, <laughs> y'all, there's some good AliExpress brands, though. There are. Every time I use them, they've been, you know, most of the time. That one time I bought some wholesale hair, they didn't work. <laughs> But when I buy regular, just like, you know, four bundles of closure type of mm-hmm. situation, it usually comes perfectly fine. But this lady definitely sent me straight hair when that's not what I asked for. Mm. And now she want to catch the attitude. But okay. <laughs> and now you're trying to get free hair. Trying to teach the um, I'm trying to get my money back. <laughs> and keep the hair. But, <laughs> but um, as y'all can tell, we uh, got three people on the phone right now. And y'all probably like, who is that? Well, y'all, like we said last time, we're going to start doing interviews on people who we feel um, are 20-something and living is something that we want to showcase on our podcast. So I'm excited, y'all, because we have my line sister, Drea. Yes. Hey, y'all. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. Y'all, and like, I'm, it's not like we just have her here because she's my line sister. Like, we actually have her here because she got this dope YouTube channel. Yes. Like, yes. So good. It is good. You know, because, and we're not just saying that, because. Like, it's actually, like, pretty legit. She got, like, 130 right. videos. And I'm like, I see you out here. Right. <laughs> so, so, so one thing we thought would be good would be to have someone on the show, like, every week that we feel like can, you know, provide something to someone's life. Um, so, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there who have an interest in, you know, creating a blog, creating a YouTube, creating a podcast. It could be anything. Um, and I know YouTube is a huge one, so... No, since I know someone who's really thriving in it, I was like, you know, we should bring her on and, like, hear what she has to say and just, you know, tips and tricks and what it's really like. So, yeah, we wanted to have her on, and she, she agreed, so I'm excited. Yay. Yeah. I'm excited, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so before we do our – um. Before we do the interview, we'll just tell you the lineup. So, yeah, we're we're going to start with the interview, um, and then after that we'll get into the entertainment like usual. Then we'll do um the – Celebs, not celebs, um, TV and shows, and then after the music, and then we'll get into hot topics and the article and gossiping per usual. Yeah, so let's get to the inter- let's get to the interview. Okay, Drea, so like just tell us about your channel. <laughs> okay, so basically, hey y'all, my name is Drea. Um, <laughs> I started YouTube probably about three years ago or so, um, three and a half probably. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, and so my YouTube name, you just go to youtube.com backslash simply Drea. And that is my YouTube and then my blog is simply Drea.com. 
So that's all like obviously associated um, or whatever. But yeah, I started YouTube a while ago. Um, I am partnered with Style Hall, which is like the largest, um, one of the largest networks on YouTube. Um, and I really like it. So yeah, what is currently um, networks? So great question. <laughs> networks <laughs> are. It's basically, it's kind of, it, well, it's kind of hard to explain. So basically what happens is on YouTube, you're able to monetize your content once you get to a certain, I guess, you know, level of views and subscribers and stuff. So basically what a network does, what it's supposed to do is help you um, get your videos out there. They're supposed to help you, give you tools and stuff to um, get to where you're trying to go. And then once you get to a certain amount of subscribers, you'll have a manager for your YouTube channel and stuff. And basically... Um, so like my, the checks that I get from like via YouTube are through my, are through my network or through Style Hall. So my direct deposit will say from Style Hall. Um, checks. <laughs> I feel like that's direct deposit. Y'all are too. <laughs> we hear you, girls. People like, Drea, how can I make some money? <laughs> right. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Girl, yeah. But, I mean, the thing is you don't have to go through a network. You can you can um, do it through YouTube, and that's, like, through, I think, Google AdSense or Google Analytics or something like that. But there's a way to just, you know, not have to do a network, which the thing is is, like, Looking back on it, like, I love my network. I love what they they provide and different things like that. But mm-hmm. I definitely don't feel like a network is needed. And also the other thing is, like, since they provide, you know, different things for your channel, um, a percentage of your money that you make mm-hmm. is actually going to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And so that's one of the downfalls about um, a network. But thus far, I, I really like my network, and I – I like everything they provide and how they make everything so easy for me and everything like that. So, yes, yeah, good. Yay. So, wait, so tell <laughs> us, like, what is your channel about? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, my channel is, it's about, um, more so it started with healthy, relaxed hair care. Um, yes. And, yes. And so, and, you know, that's not very popular nowadays. The natural move is going, which is great. And I am my name, Right. Hey, team natural. <laughs> my thing is, like, I'm not team natural nor team relaxed. I'm team healthy hair. So whatever it, Ooh, it okay. takes for you, right, whatever it takes for you to have healthy hair, I believe go go for it. You know what I mean? Like go with it. If your hair is healthy or natural, then go for it. If your hair mm-hmm. looks healthy or relaxed, then go for that. Either way, I just want everybody to make sure their hair is healthy and thriving and growing and all that good stuff. So that's more so what my channel is about. Um, and then beauty, makeup, lifestyle, um, and just other, like, type of random videos. So I, I had a breast reduction in June, and so I have, like, a three-part series to that, which I had no idea would be as popular as it is. But mm. that was, like, a, a huge hit for some reason, but I had no idea. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's I take those videos out because. Yes, yes, yes. I definitely can relate to a lot of the stuff you're talking about. <laughs> you had a breast reduction. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. See, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you never – like, I I think the thing I love about YouTube is that you you don't realize – not I wouldn't say the struggles, but kind of the struggles. You don't realize that other people have the same, you know, struggles or problems that you do until you get on there and either make a video or you get on there and look for a video and you see that you're not alone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's, mm-hmm. that is more so what my channel is about. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. – so I was listening to you, right? And I'm uh-huh. like, okay, I got Sheila over here doing an interview. I hope they ask this. What 
if I was a girl listening and I wanted to start a YouTube channel with no fan base, like I got like 600 followers on Instagram. It's mm-hmm. like, what, what would you tell me? Cause like, I feel like nowadays podcasts, YouTube channels, blogs, like they're all big when you know somebody or like when you're yeah. associated with someone big. Yeah. And that's frustrating. Yeah, it is. Um, one thing I would say, I feel like the main, the main thing, well, there's a lot of main points, I guess, but one of my main things is stick to what you started with. Um, mm. because, you know, there's so many different categories to get into. You can go makeup, you can go hair, you can go beauty, you can go lifestyle, you can go DIY. There's so many, and you can go gamer channel, food channel, workout channel. There's so many things you can do, but if you try to do it all, you're not going to succeed at anything. And mm. so you have mm. to stick with, I always say stick with what you know in a certain sense. You know what I mean? Like, um, I just say don't try to do it all. And if you do, you can have multiple channels. But I would say, like, evaluate one why you want to get on there what is your what is your mission what is like your slogan what is you know what do you want to do um and so then I would also say make sure you stay consistent um Mm. consistency is huge the thing is it's so it's so hard um to be consistent because you know you have other things that are are going on and um you don't realize how big consistency is so it's much harder or it's much easier said than done more so but um Yes. So I would say that. I would also say um, don't doubt yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. You are, you, if you really truly feel like you know what you're talking about and you know um, what your your niche is and you know, you know, enough about that, then I would say go full force and you have to portray yourself as an expert within your certain field. Um, Because if you don't, why, if you don't believe, if you don't believe it, why would I believe it? Why would, you know, all these subscribers believe it and stuff? So Anyway, yeah, I would definitely say that. And then I would, yeah, just say go for it. Like, people ask me, you know, I want to start, but I haven't. I'm like, what you waiting for? For everybody else to laugh at you? you got to come on. Like, start. Let's go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's my biggest thing. Like, you sit around and wait around, and you'll you'll end up waiting for another year. And that could have mm-hmm. been a big break or something, or mm-hmm. that you could have at least got your feet wetter. And the thing is, you don't have to start out perfect. Like, you have to be okay with starting out and you have to be gentle with yourself. You're you're not an expert when you start out. You're you're not you're not gonna be perfect when you start out. And you mm-hmm. have to realize that. Like you may think you are and you may try you're gonna strive for perfect for perfection, but you more so wanna strive to make sure your personality is shining through and who you are is shining through and what your mission is is shining through. Um more so if that makes sense. So, so yeah, how did you start? Like what was like when? Because I know you, I remember you putting it in our line group me and you were like y'all I made this channel but I had no idea like yes so a lot all. of times a lot of times I always do this all like please I'll like have some on my sleeve or something like that and the thing <laughs> is a, <laughs> a lot of people like just like like now I have something on my sleeve but of course I'm not you know I'm not gonna blast it quite yet <laughs> but um, but how I started so I started with my my friend named Pierica and she's on YouTube as well. And um, I think her name is, because she recently just changed her name, it's Iterica Denise, so y'all can check her out too. Um, but yeah, I started with her, and one day we were after work, she was like, we were talking about our favorite YouTubers and stuff, and she's like, girl, we should start a channel. And I was like, girl, what what do we know about starting a channel? Why would we do that? That is crazy. This is going to be horrible. Girl, why would we do this? And then eventually she talked me into it, and I was like, you know what, let's do it. So we started out on this little crappy little digital camera that was horrible quality, girl, in her living room. Yes. No, it was like that little, like, point-and-shoot. And And they have some really nice point-and-shoots nowadays, but, boy, that wasn't one of them. And so (laughs) 
Girl, our stuff was <laughs> And the thing is, if you go back and look on my channel, you'll see those videos. Because I didn't delete them for a reason. I want y'all to see, you know, you don't start off perfect. You don't start off, you know, amazing. You don't. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. that's why it's important for me to still have those up um, for me and for everybody, like all of my subscribers and supporters and stuff. But, yes. I'm sorry. What was – I forgot the No, I was just saying, like, how did you start? Like, what was what – Oh, okay, okay. you like, no, I'm going to do this. So yeah, so that's when I that's when I started. I was talking to my friend about it, and so basically, what I what I did and what I typically do is whenever I whenever I start something, whenever I well, whenever y'all see me start something, it was it's probably three months in the making. You know what I mean? That y'all didn't see behind the scenes, and so that's the mm-hmm. other part. Um, whenever I started, I had already had some videos up. Whenever I started, mm-hmm. I already had a good amount of subscribers, but nobody. I didn't have like a crazy amount. I had like probably like a hundred or something, but like. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, that 100 was something big for me, you know what I mean? Going from 10 to 100, boy, that's a lot, you know what I mean? So, uh, I'm dead. Now, we already know, too. Now you're at 10,000, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, I'm like 11,144, and I say that only because, like, I started out from zero, and that's like that, and I never thought I would. When I got to 1,000, I was crazy excited. Like, 1,000 people care what I have to say? Now 11,000? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I... The thing is, is, like, whenever I posted that in our, um, our like, our lines, group me or whatever, mm-hmm. um, there was plenty of videos up. There was all types of stuff already up, and I just finally was able to publish it to everybody I knew type of thing. And mm-hmm. other things, you have to plug for yourself. That's something I would tell, you know, somebody who wants to do it. Like, you have to plug your content. And I had a friend tell me, like, Drea, people follow you because they want to know about you. So if this is you, if your blog, if your YouTube channel is you, they want to know that. And if they don't, don't, don't unfollow you which is fine but you need to plug mm-hmm. for yourself because if you don't why would I you know what I mean like if you don't go hard for yourself then nobody truly will you have to mm-hmm. believe in what you're doing you have to be able to you know really publicize your, your stuff and let people know because if you don't know then you know if they don't know they're not going to get to it and so that's why it's important right. to make sure you can put it on different things even on your like email signature and stuff you may be emailing somebody who mm-hmm. they just all of a sudden click it and now they're a subscriber you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's the, it's like putting it on different stuff like that and on your laptop and just little stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah. I remember when I asked you, we had like a quick conversation and you were like, Christy, you got to shoot your shot. And I was like, you do. Yeah. You do. Because it, the thing is, it's like, and that's the other part, you have to, you have to really invest in yourself. So I started on that little crappy camera, but eventually mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you have to evaluate, is this something I want to do? So if you want to do podcasts, I don't really know much about podcasts, but you may want to invest in a, a really good mic. Or if you're doing mm-hmm. a blog, you want to invest in, so if you want to learn how to, you know, create your site or you want to, you know, you, you need to invest in yourself, whatever you're doing. If you're doing YouTube, invest in a really good camera because nowadays you can't get on YouTube with a little crappy point and shoot camera. Now, some people, they do it, but a lot of times they'll elevate to a, a bigger camera. But mm-hmm. like I was telling you before, Crystal, like literally like the camera I bought, I, I hustled for that camera. Like, I bought that with my own money, and, you know, eventually it paid itself off, like, tenfold, because I'm making yes, YouTube girl. videos. Yeah, it's like making you YouTube videos. I'm I'm on Instagram. I'm on, you know what I mean? I was, I was taking people's pictures on camera, or on camera, on um, campus and stuff, so, like, graduation and all that stuff. So that camera really did it. It took me to different levels more so. So when I say invest in yourself, it's so important, because if you don't, again, why would anybody else? So mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of the basis of how I started. I started on a little crappy camera sitting on the, in the corner of my room trying to not look awkward. 
that's <laughs> that's how I started. And so y'all, like, I'm serious. I can go back and look at those videos; they're horrible. But yeah, that's that. You have to start from somewhere, though. You can't start out at perfection, and you also don't want to strive for like for perfection in the first place. Anyway, you want to strive right. for just your message, you know. Mhm. So, um, what were like your biggest setbacks or successes? Like, both? um, I would say my biggest setbacks were. I was doubting myself, and I felt like, you know, Jaya, who are you to tell somebody how to do this? Or you don't even know, like, you know what I mean? Like, doubting, doubting your abilities and and stuff like that. Doubting who you are and what you know. You know what I mean? I know a lot about hair, hair care, but if you if you let a few naysayers tell you you don't, then you're gonna stop, and you're not gonna believe in yourself for yourself. Like, there's always gonna be some people who opposed you. In the Bible, there was all like an opposition. There was always somebody out on the other side trying to knock down that person. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like right. you you have to realize that, like, haters are going to come and not like, oh, I got haters, I'm corny. No. Like, for real, <laughs> there are people, for real, there are people out there who don't want to see you succeed. And the quicker you realize that, the better you'll do. Because you don't want you don't want their mission to be accomplished. You want them to look back and be like, oh, I know her. She, you know what I mean? Now you're saying you know me, but yeah, now you want to claim talking crap. Yeah, now you want to claim me, bro. Oh, <laughs> right. okay. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my biggest thing. But I felt like really I was I was worried about what people were gonna say. I was worried about people's opinions. But I promise, whenever I truly focused on what I got on YouTube for, and I stopped caring about who's gonna not like this and mm-hmm. all this other stuff, that's when the subscribers came. That's when the viewers came, and that's when like. I was able to show who I was genuinely because sitting in front of a camera and talking y'all, it's hard to get your personality out. It's mm-hmm. it's really hard. And that's what mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle with. But yeah. So yes, girl. <laughs> so wait, so what was your big biggest success? Um, biggest success I recently I hit ten thousand subscribers, which was for me it was a really big milestone. Um and I, it was it was amazing, you know what I mean? Like because I was I was thinking like you know, whenever I was at 750 subscribers, I was like, man, mm-hmm. like these are coming slow. And I was like, man, this ain't never, you know what I mean? I, I remember I was in college, I was like at 3,000. I was like, dog, this is this ain't nothing, you know what I mean? Like I was like, wow, this ain't. And then I promise, whenever I literally focus on what I got on YouTube for and focus on what I'm an expert in in my field that's when people started coming, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, and, and actually subscribing. And then, you know, with YouTube, you have to, you have to, I won't say dumb it down, but you have to put things out there that you don't, that you may think are kind of self-explanatory. Like, yes, you want people to su- subscribe to your channel, but if you watch a YouTube video and somebody's like, subscribe, you should subscribe to get all these other videos and you should like it, most likely that person will subscribe and they will like it if they like the video. And so, but if mm-hmm. you fail to say that, then you'll right. notice that people won't subscribe and people won't like the video. And the thing is, people liking the video, people subscribing, that helps your channel out tremendously because it tells right. YouTube that you're valued and people want to see you, and then they'll push your video, like videos up higher, if that makes sense. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my biggest success, I, I would definitely just say being able to monetize my, my channel and being able to, like, triple my income. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, you better do it. Right. Yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm really like, <laughs> <laughs> y'all are too funny, but but yeah, um, like and just hitting hitting that milestone, and then I think my other big success is just I love when people will write me on Instagram or they'll write me on Twitter or write a comment. Hey Dre, I just want to let you know that 
you know, you inspire me, you know, I didn't think I could get through this. And my, that's like, that's the most rewarding thing for me is knowing that I'm actually helping somebody and I'm not just out here, you know, making videos for nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my main focus mm-hmm. is to be helping people no matter if that's healthy hair care, no matter if that's like a life struggle you're dealing with. Like I have a mm-hmm. crazy life story that I put out and I got so many comments on that. And it's just like being able to create a community that's positive, that people feel comfortable with. Um, that's my main goal. That's, that's the whole point of me and my channel and my brand, I guess, if that makes sense. So um, I know that you you probably, you work. You said, how do I have time for, like, my brand slash YouTube and work life? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So basically, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, people (laughs) People were asking all the time in college, how do you have time for that? You know, I feel like I know for a fact you make time for what you want to make time for. Um, I have Crystal, our line sister, Alexis, you know, yes, I look Alexis. up to her. Yes, girl, I look up to her so much. Yes, and so she was like, Drea, to be honest, like, I, I was like you too. I didn't think I had as much time as I did until I sat down and planned out each hour. And mm. so that's why, I, like, on Saturday, like I get up. It does, right? <laughs> I get up. I get up, like, on Saturdays and Sundays and stuff. I get up at around 7. You know what I mean? Like, and if mm-hmm. I haven't planned in the, the night before, I'll plan out what I need to do because if I don't plan out, you know, my three videos that I need to record, that's a waste of a whole Saturday. And so basically, yeah, so I'll wake up and either edit, I'll record, I'll plan out my social media calendar, I'll, you know what I mean, plan out what's my next plan of attack. I'll plan something. I'll do something. And so... Um, Saturdays and, and even after work is a big thing. I remember a while ago I was feeling really down on myself and I was like, man, I love YouTube, but I just don't have time to do it. And then I thought to, I thought to myself, I have all these backdrops. I have this lighting set up. I have a great camera that will pick up the lighting and the backdrop and everything. But yet I'm just sitting here moping when, how about you make the best of your situation? Like, so a lot of the videos that I have up with backdrops, those were probably filmed at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, mm. trying to get these videos out for y'all. You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, yeah. 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 And the thing, you have, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Because you mm. have time, you just got to make it. And a lot of people will use it. If I don't have time, I don't have time. You do because you have time to watch TV, don't you? Y'all, yeah. I have not turned on my TV for three weeks. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch TV. I don't, I don't waste valuable time that I can be using to plug into my brand. At least I don't until I get to where I'm trying to go. You see what I'm saying? So right. all I'm saying, mm. <laughs> all I'm saying is we have time. It's just you watching your your shows and you watching this, this and that. That's hours on hours you're taking away from you being productive. You know what I mean? Like so, all mm-hmm. I have to say, I'm not saying TV is bad. I'm not at all. But I am saying that you do have time. You just have to make it and adjust where you need to. You know what I mean? If you don't need to, mm-hmm. if you need to fast from TV for a week and see what it does. And you you'll have so much time. So I'm I'm just saying you everybody has time to do what they want to do. It's just one if they actually want to do it, and they're just using that as an excuse. And then two, you just have to make time for it. So okay, yeah, yeah I got like okay, I got like three more questions because I'm okay, running for all time. But okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man, why did I just lose one of my questions, bruh? Okay, I don't know what I was gonna say. Three, you have a question. I feel that <laughs> on on Instagram and on your YouTube channel that you went to Zambia. 
Yeah, I went to Zambia with um, the job I have now. I work for a Christian nonprofit, and we actually work over in Zambia, Africa, with um, children who are orphans and who have lost their parents. And that's the that's the interesting thing about my life because if y'all know my life story, I'm gonna have I ain't gonna tell y'all because I'm gonna have y'all go look on YouTube. But um, <laughs> my, it, it's everything is coming full circle for me, and mm-hmm. you know yeah. I I've realized that you know if you just give out and if you simply be in obedience with what God has called for you and what God has called you to do, then he really is going to wrap everything around for you. So that breakup you may have gone through, that that crazy time you you went through, it's for a reason. And I know it probably hurts at the moment, and I know it does hurt at the moment. Like what I went through was horrible, but it's all coming full circle. And I'm able to serve kids who, you know, are just like me. And so I think it's really cool. But, yeah, that was with with my my actual, like, full-time job. Um, so that I didn't, I didn't vlog or anything just because I wanted to make sure I gave all the attention to the kids and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember what I was going to say now. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. where, where do you think, like, where do you want to go? Like with your, like, I don't know what you want to do, you know? I know your yeah. is important, your blog is important, but. You know what? I think, um, you know, to be honest, I, like, I, I would love to have the opportunity to do what I do full-time, but at the same time, I love the job I'm at. I love the nonprofit that I'm working for. But I think my main purpose with YouTube is to touch as many people as possible. Um, I'm, like, I love how many subscribers I have. I love the amount of supporters and how amazing everybody is. But I think, to me, it's not really about the numbers. Like, yes, I was super excited when I hit 10,000 and 11,000 and this, 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 and that. But... My thing is, like, the souls that you touch, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I really want to build my brand. That way I can go full-time. That way I could, um, you know, present more content. I could cater more to my audience, um, if that makes sense. So I just, yes. you know, as big as possible in, in everything, make sure I'm glorifying God's name and all of it, first and foremost. I was um, just going to say, you're very fascinating, and I love that. Yes, and I, I wasn't for, like, I was telling you, I wasn't for a while. I felt like I was leaving God out of a lot of it. Um, and that's why my brand is slowly changing after I got back from Zambia. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is slowly changing. And just realizing that I would much rather succeed with God than without him. You know what I mean? Because right. he can, he mm-hmm. can like, do crazy things with your blessings that you would never even think. So, um, mm-hmm. guys, I'm going to hurt yeah. someone. Like, if I'm going to hurt someone to not show someone that you are a believer. Like, I feel like that's important. I thought that was like, yeah. like yeah, yeah. It, it's very important because if that's who you are, that's who you need to show it to. And my thing is, like, if God has given me all this stuff and given me the ability to do YouTube and have this camera and have my computer and have the ability to edit, then why am I not even mentioning his name in my videos? You yes, know what I mean? Girl. You, like, that, that is disrespectful. That is rude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. It's like if your mom raised you, she did a real good job and you don't never claim her. Right. Like, don't ever claim right. her. Don't mention her. Don't thank her. Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so then when stuff gets taken away, you mad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying, but, yeah, that's my brand is flipping. I just made a video about all that. Like, and, it, you know, I've always been a Christian, but I just felt like I had left a big part of that out of my channel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's yes. another big thing. Mm-hmm. Last mm-hmm. question. Okay, so what's up? Like, one sentence. Like, what would you say? Like, final advice to somebody who's like, I want to do this now. What should I do? I mean, like, I don't know what to do, but I know I want to do it. <laughs> My final sentence is just do it. That's it. <laughs> like, that's okay. it. Yeah. Just do it. Like, okay, this is more than a sentence. But 
people people are going to lap you. Like people are like you know so many videos are uploaded on YouTube every single second. And so it's like the longer you wait, the more behind you are. And so it's like you can you can get so much further if you just suck up your pride, suck up like your fears and you know, all that stuff mm-hmm. if you just go for it. And that's what mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, just do it. What are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Well, Dre, thank you. I'm so glad. Y'all, like, you know how you know people, and it's like, I actually, it's like you know them, but then you have people where it's like, I'm really grateful that I know that person. Like, I feel like that's how Yes. Oh, so. You are inspirational. <laughs> you are too. Yes. <laughs> and then you came on my line, and you was a sophomore, and I was like, why is this girl speaking so much word? And she's like, 19. <laughs> <laughs> you are too funny. Yes, girl. <laughs> I'm so glad, girl. Thank you so much. No, thank yes, you thank so much you. for having thank me. Thank you so much. Yes, and definitely check out her channel, y'all. Check it out. Oh yeah, plug all of this stuff. Yeah, it really it's is simply dope. Drea. Yeah, it's just simply Drea on YouTube, and then my blog is simplydrea.com, and then Instagram and Twitter. So simply underscore Drea one. That's yes. it. All right, you guys need okay. to follow her. Come on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more than one. Oh, really? What? Probably. Girl, you know, we're getting random people. Like, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know y'all in there. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Ooh, yes. All right, y'all. Well, thanks, Saya. Thank you. You're welcome. You. Thanks, y'all. All right. All right, guys. We're back. I hope y'all enjoyed the um, interview with Drea. I truly love Drea, and I thought she had some really good insight. So, hopefully, you took something from it. No matter if you're starting a blog or YouTube, anything like that. I mean, there were tips and tricks for it all, but YouTube specifically was what she did. But yeah, yeah, it really got me together. That investing yourself, I was like, oh, yes, girl. Drea be spitting some legitimate words. It's like I'd be like, girl, where are you from? Because <laughs> <laughs> you walk behind your years, like, right? But no, Drea's dope. She be getting me together too, and she be telling you like, don't never do anything for money. That's so important. Like, if you if the reason why you're doing something is because you don't enjoy it, don't do it. And I was like, girl, yes. Yeah. I guess that's why we do a podcast, huh, Therese? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. We <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Um. All right, well, so we should get into the entertainment. We're going to still try and keep it around an hour and a half. So yes. let's see what we do here, y'all. Okay. So for entertainment, of course. Of course we have to start with. I have no idea what you're about to say. Beyonce, Krista. Oh, you're right. You're right. I know we haven't been on here in a minute, right, but of course, Beyonce decided that she was just going to, like she does everything, just sneak up and throw it in your face. I know. That she's pregnant. And not just pregnant, but pregnant with, with twins. twins. Bro, Two I babies. saw that picture, and I was like, Beyonce got a little belly. And I was like, but she holding that something. Right. I was like, is she pregnant? And I, I, and I, I was like, let me go to Beyonce's page. And I, it was like 12 minutes posted. And I was like, mm-hmm. Beyonce is pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And it was like people were so fast. I feel like people don't jump on nothing that quick. Beyonce news. It was like I saw Beyonce's and then one second later, um, you know, BuzzFeed had a post. Next mm. second, uh, Baller Alert had a post. And then I, <laughs> I see all these people just like, they're going to let you know, Beyonce. She pregnant. Right. And I people didn't. People don't be jumping was, on, on the presidential news like that. No, they Shoot. don't. Beyonce. They, they're clearing all the schedule. Beyonce's out. here. Forget Move what out we were way. talking about before. Beyonce is pregnant. <laughs> And I didn't know it was, I was reading that thing and it, sh- it was like, oh, you know, I have two, you know, we have twice as much right. love or something like that. And I was confused at first. I was I like, was I don't too. get what this is talking about. 
It's like she didn't say twins. So I, at first I was like, she has a twin. I'm confused. Right. And then I'm people so were like, Beyonce's pregnant with twins. I was like, oh, twins. Okay. How far along is she though? You know, like I really can't tell. I don't know. But she, and then she, it, people were talking about like when you happy for Beyonce and then you realize you bought Coachella tickets. Right. And I was like. <laughs> Just like, but you know, what, Beyonce what good for do? not coming to a concert because she definitely left me uh, abandoned in Nashville. So, yeah, I won't be shocked if she don't be at Coachella. I feel like, uh, and you know, her. I read something that was like her insurance company is gonna pay her regardless if she goes or not. Mm-hmm. She's still gonna get that check. I guess that's not fair. It's like, cause, but it's like, I mean, and even if she does go, do you really, do you really want to see like pregnant Beyonce? She's gonna be really pregnant. It's like right. she would be singing like you're going to an Adele concert. It's like, I'm on Right, this no, I need tool. to see Beyonce jumping around in the hills. On, Especially on the floor. at Coachella. I feel like people right. come there. I'm, I'm here for a concert. Right. And I like signed up for good. Beyonce. You know how <laughs> hard it probably was to get these tickets? I know, and they're expensive. And I know. Plane tickets? I'd be pissed. But Bruh. for real. Oh and you know, God. we're doing, we're recording this on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And she's performing at the Grammys tomorrow. Okay. And so I mean, she's pre- I mean, her stomach around. was there. She, but she, she can definitely move around right now. I we don't like... know how old that picture was. <laughs> that picture might not be as fresh as we think it is. She could have had that just know, laying, laying on I her mean, hoop suite, just like dropping when I feel like it. I feel That's like she, she, she could still hit me with a couple of eight counts. With she that. probably she, she probably like, had she some moves good. in there, <laughs> but it's like I feel like she to me is not going to jeopardize anything, and she ain't about to be going all off. You know, I'm I'm got a full belly. I'm not about to give y'all everything you're gonna get at the the Beyonce concert. <laughs> I feel like that's fair for the Grammys because the Grammys is like, oh, I'm just tuning in. But Coachella, girl, right. I need my money back, or I need to see you out there, or you need to have just had the baby. Like she need to have that plan where that baby coming before you are gonna have a month off, and then you able to hit me with some eight counts on fleek at the at the Coachella. Because otherwise, I'd be pissed. I'd be so mad. But they said that she's bringing some guests. You know, Don't nobody really want no gifts. I want Beyonce. <laughs> right, I didn't <laughs> sign up for gifts. But Coachella got other people, so it's like, right, bro, you you can be upset, for... but you can't be that upset. Yeah, you, be all right. you can. Beyonce probably the biggest person coming out there. But for and real though, because I was talking Beyonce, angry. and if I had um good Coachella money, and that was what I was about, I would definitely. I'd be like, shoot, Beyonce, yeah, yeah, let's go. Right. Mm-mm. And they'd be disappointed. I'd be extra disappointed. When she get uh get that letter from her doctor, Beyonce, we don't think you should dance right now. And then it's like, bruh, what am I here for? <laughs> I'd be pissed, bruh. That was, that's crazy. But you know, since mm-hmm. her picture, it was like she had on like um, I don't know, some shorts, some blue shorts, and like a a pink bra. People, you got all oh these people God, coming off of blue work. What? They were like, oh, my God, it's a boy and a girl. Right. That's everybody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's trying to subliminally tell us that it's a, a boy and a girl. And, and I was like, you know. too much with that. Chill out. Right. She could just, maybe it could be two of one. You know, she could have two girls and she's just trying to throw you all off. I think, like, I think you know, Beyonce's good for throwing people off. I right. think she, she probably was like, let's go ahead. Give me a pink bra. Right. They won't, they won't know what, what's going on because I got a pink and blue on. Right. I feel like, I I don't know. I think I don't think that that was meant to show for people to guess. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think she, she did it to throw people off. Beyonce's tricky. That's like I saw um, after Beyonce's Lemonade album, I saw a picture of a uh, uh, Jay, uh, not Jay Cole, um, Jay Z and her, and they and it was like the best marketing people in the world. And I was yeah. like, because they and it was like them on a boat chilling. And I was like, that's definitely them because <laughs> she got this album. Everybody like, I hate Jay Z. How dare you cheat on Beyonce? And then it's like they kicked me. 
Right. They 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 ain't spending off that stuff. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't you know, know if she was ever cheated on. Well, she probably was. I, I it's think it's Jay Z. Yeah. Probably was. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> she like more Jay-Z. than likely was cheated on. But I feel like you know, she gave us that very after the fact. This probably they didn't probably got over that a minute ago, and she's like, I've been creating this album. Got all my frustrations out. It's it's like even the cheating was just like, that's just what it is. I've been being cheated on. And it's just like, I'm going to throw an album out because I want to. Or she she ain't been cheated on and she just want to make an album and be like, I'm going to make an album because people are going to be like, ooh, la la. What's going on? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, you know, sorry is my cut. I ain't sorry. Let me think about Deuces by Chris Brown. That's a good one too. Deuces. Yeah, <laughs> but you know that's. I feel like you know we'll we'll see what kind of what kid she has in in the months to come. Kid, mm-hmm. baby. I said two kids. What kid? Oh, I thought you said kid. Like you oh. didn't say baby. No. What kind of children she'll have later? Gotcha. Um, you know, in other news that's already you know happened a minute ago. You know, the Super Bowl was last last week. Yeah. And so you know. Everybody, it seemed like everybody in the world but New England was uh, rooting for the the, the Falcons, and they yeah. lost. You know, which it is, is what really it is. Surprising, because I was at like a Super Bowl party, and like when I left, it was like in the third quarter, and the Falcons were well ahead. I and know, I was like that stuff is embarrassing. What? It should be that was really embarrassing. I saw this meme, and it was like, or I, no, I saw a status on Facebook, and they were like. Then this uh this football game just went like the presidential election, and I was right. like, if that ain't the truth. I know. I kept seeing things. It was like, but the um, but the Patriots didn't have the popular vote. So. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's fair. Because it was right. like it was people was like the Falcons pulled the Hillary. Because it's like, why did she not? Why did they not win? They right. were far ahead. <laughs> weird. But wait, were you gonna talk about Lady Gaga? No, I, I wasn't. Did you see her? People were talking about her. I her saw. Body. I saw her some of her performance. You know, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I saw like clips of her performance and at the end it's just like she what she jumped off the stage into like caught a, did she catch a football that or something? was random it was odd know, she just she just like <laughs> <laughs> but you know she's odd so she what else odd, do you but people were also talking about her for being big and i was like oh really yeah bro i'm the real that. and that the real is my show but don't know why is, once they let let tamar go it was over for me and they really need tamar back because now they, they got a new guest every single week and, and clearly y'all are testing out which one is best right but it was one y'all girl, were doing what? some vetting and you want to do it on air <laughs> every week right like literally every single week but I um I was there was one girl on there I don't know she was from a reality show and she had like she was like dark skin she was really pretty and her hair was kind of short and she was older but her opinions were kind of young and I was like she has a little flavor because mm-hmm. they were talking about like right before um they were like you know before Christmas you know a lot of guys would cut you off or right before Valentine's Day and and she was like I used to do that she was like if I wasn't feeling him like that I wasn't trying to buy him no gifts and I was like and then Adrian was like I would feel so bad and Tamara's kind of like what. <laughs> right, Tamara seemed like I would never. I feel like Tamara was just like, huh? my mind don't even go there. Right, my mind would never think so. to break up with somebody just for, <laughs> for a holiday. holiday. <laughs> but Adrian was sitting there like, no. But then that girl, whoever she was, I think she was from like, was she white? No, you she said no, black. she was black. That's right. I feel like she was on the show that Kenya is on. I don't know. She, oh, she Basketball? was in. Um, she was in the band that 
she was in the band that um, T.I.'s wife was in, Escape. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's one of those girls. Can't, maybe can't, I have no idea, but I mm-hmm. thought she was the best one so far because they had Eve on there, they had Ashanti, they even had everybody. And it's like, can y'all pick somebody? But regardless, Lonnie, she goes, she goes, that was a beer and chips before the show. And I was like, how dare you? That is so rude. Wait, who was beer and chips? She said, she looked at Lady Gaga and she, they were like, because you know, Tamara and Adrian were all like, she looks fine. Like, because the pudge was so small. It was like nobody would notice that. And she was, like, bending her body a little bit. So it's like when you bend, typically a little bulge comes out. And, like, she was, like, it was, like, ridiculous because she goes, yeah, that was beer and chips. And I looked at her like, oh, my God. I said, it's like, I know her. But I was like, that is so weird. Girl, really? I would expect better from you. Right. But. (laughs) But, I mean, do you know her like that? She might might always be cutting up. But she kept saying, she's like, I mean, I'm a big girl, y'all. It's coming oh. from a big girl. Wait, so she she's, like, she's big? Lonnie? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I thought you said, I'm sorry. I thought she was talking about the other girl. No, she was saying, Lonnie, Lonnie said that about Lady Gaga. And oh, she was, And Lonnie really? is a bigger girl. Yeah, so she was really? saying, like, I'm a big girl. She's like, she needed some pants that fit. And I was like, what? People probably her, thinking about that, thinking about her like that. Like, oh, Lonnie, <laughs> look like you had an extra bag before you came out here. <laughs> And you know how upset I would be about that? <laughs> and you really going to talk about Lady Gaga like this? Like, Lady Gaga is slim, but whatever, whatever. But yeah, no, the way she left the stage was weird, too. It was like she just jumped down. Yeah. That was weird. Odd. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't crazy. People do the most on the internet, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it just it just looks... In 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 the 20 seconds or whatever you see of it, because I saw a lot of it, it's like a lot mm-hmm. of people just like, oh, you know, when when such and such happens and, you know... It's like, it looks very strange. I didn't think it was. I mean, I thought it was like, oh, okay. But I was like, what's going on? But, <laughs> you about to jump back up? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, Krista, in the last two weeks, um, things have happened. You know, I guess we can speak on very briefly about the pro- your president. Don't say your president. I said what I said. He, yeah, I know, Therese. He he, not your president, but he's still the president. No, nah, you can blame him. <laughs> like that brother just running the country. Right, he just he sits there. <laughs> he swore appearances. <laughs> nah, he be signing stuff now. Unfortunately, but you know, thankfully, his Muslim band has just been yeah, I saw that I been saw that. shot down, and he said he's gonna you know see them in court or whatever. But he's gonna wait a second, which is good because he's probably tired of getting getting embarrassed. But you know what's crazy? Like I was listening to one of our older podcasts, right? And it was a podcast. It was like right after he won, and you were and we were talking about how Donald Trump was saying that oh he's actually not going to do everything that he said. And one of the things that he said was things with the Muslim people. And and then as soon as he turns, it's like oh no, I'm going to do it. And it's like what is wrong with you? Like where's your head at? He's weird. He he makes no sense. He needs to sit down. God. (laughs) He really does though. But you know what else he did was that uh, he changed Black History Month to National African American History Month. So I don't like that. Just from now on. So why was I at work, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like with my coworkers, and I go to, I said to them, I go, you know, it's actually politically correct to say black. And he looks at me and he goes, no, it's not. But it's politically correct to say African American. And I looked at him like, no, it's not, because not every single black person is African American. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so I true. was like, it's actually the. I mean, like some. Yeah, you don't want no person who's like, yeah, she's she's a black girl. You know, sometimes those 
I was telling them, like, it just depends on the way that you say black. That's so true. Because, and, and it was a Mexican girl there, and she was like, I agree. She's like, no, I know what you mean. And I was like, yeah, I can't explain it, but it's just something about the way that you say it. I was like, but truthfully, it's politically correct to say black because mm-hmm. I could be, I could be Jamaican. Like, I could be something that's not African-American. Yeah, that's call true. Me. Like, I might not be from Africa. So I, and he was like, and the fact that that white boy looked at me like I had said something crazy, I was like, see, this is a problem right here. Right. Why I know all about me. you. I know all about y'all white people. I know that y'all don't use lotion. I know that. <laughs> That's not right. Where did you hear that from? So white people don't use lotion? A lot they of do them use don't. lotion. No, nah, they don't be needing lotion like us they, three. I mean, they might not need it like us. See, we're very, being very stereotypical right now, okay? <laughs> they they might not need I've it like us, but I, I definitely hear people at work, lotion. and they, they'll get their they, lotion out. They might have a bottle. But it's not, they don't use, like, if I go to work without my lotion on, it's like, bro, this this is a problem right here. Like, I need yeah. to get some lotion. You know, but that's not how they are. They can go to work and not have some lotion on. It's just, like, little things. I know that they that their body can handle not having lotion. That's what I mean. I'm not trying to be shady. Like, right. you know, y'all don't wear lotion. I mean it like they, I can, I understand that you, your body doesn't need lotion like mine. I understand that, um, that you have to wash your hair often, probably every day or every other day. Mm-hmm. Like, I know these things about you. You probably you probably have no idea that I put oil in my hair. You don't, you've never even heard the idea that saying black is actually more politically correct. Like, that blows my mind. I can see if he's like, I don't like that. I don't I don't know how I feel about people saying that. But he looked at me like, no, that's not. Like, that's, that's crazy. No, Krista, where did you hear that? that yeah. Information. Like, I didn't like that. And I really wasn't trying to be shady with the lotion, just so y'all know. Right. <laughs> just, we're, we're, we're not about that. I really wasn't. I wasn't trying to be like, oh, y'all don't use lotion. Like, y'all dirty. No, I meant it like, y'all, they really Not that a lack it. of lotion would make you dirty, but okay. See, for black people. It's I like think, you're ashy yeah. and you might just not uh, care. To me, I feel like if you mm. don't use lotion, then you don't really care. You don't care that your skin is ashy. But you're not dirty. You take a shower. Ew. Therese, I don't know. I don't believe it. Something, it's like, why are you taking a shower as a black person and not putting on some lotion? I feel like you just want to be rough, and I feel like your ankles. Mm. Think about somebody's ankles. Uh, I will never forget I was in high school, and those people clowned this girl who forgot to put some lotion on. I mean, they were setting her ankles out. <laughs> it was like it was so embarrassing. That is not funny. It's not. It's, it's, it's so bullying. Rude. Don't high do that. Are really rude. Yeah, it's like it's not funny. But it's, it's just like you know that's what happens when you don't put lotion on. But yeah, if you forget one day, that's different. But if you a person who don't, if you don't keep you don't lotion. Wear lotion, I might think that you don't shower. I would just think that you, you know, you just don't care for real. Nah, bruh. Okay, Krista, we can't, we, we can't, we can't, we can't have a long conversation about lotion use okay, in the black right, community, right. okay? okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really like the change. I think Black History Month sounds a lot better, but you know, yeah, I'm not the person pretending to be the president. Not pretending, Okay. Um, oh, you know, J-Lo and Drake broke up. Good. That was ridiculous. <laughs> for her old self. Girl, don't take yourself home to a nursing home. But for, uh, not a nursing home. Okay, Krista. <laughs> I am lucky glad, though, because I didn't really like them together. Drake, yeah, you can, Drake, you can do better. <laughs> I mean. Not do better, but I don't know. Drake is, every time I see an interview with Drake or see Drake just out here being himself i just like you know drake is just so so adorable he is he's cute. i like him with rihanna so there's that he's cute. He's cute. yeah he is um i think that's oh the last thing i want to see i say is you know kylie you know uh jenner right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the jenner 
have been getting all this hate in their Instagram because apparently they're like, she has some clothing line or something that's coming out, and she's like stealing ideas from people. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's like she has some type of, what is it, like, not sweatsuit set, but it's like um, black and has flames on one arm and flames on the leg. And she just took, it's like, it looks exactly like some other guy's <laughs> thing. And it's like she has some. Um, but uh, that's what they do, bruh. Like. But for real, though, and they, we they just don't, they don't feel no type of nothing about it. She's like, and I'm going to make more money off of it because I'm a Kardashian or whatever. She right. She's like, I'm, true. I'm she just going to do it. She is. She can get away with whatever she wants to. High key. I and feel like sad. that's all it's that true. family can do. It's annoying. But um, wait, are you done with entertainment? Yeah. The girl from Blackish, her birthday just happened, and I was like, this girl yeah. is so cute, and I love her. Oh Yari. yeah. Yari. I think her name is Yari. Yari yeah. Yara. I yeah. like her a lot. Her yeah, birthday? I do too. I saw that. Too. It was like the I saw it was like the other day. Mhm. Yeah. I was like, yes, girl. Yeah, I like her. She's so cute, too. And she looks a lot older than 17. Because I was like, I know at 17, I ain't look like that. I know. But I feel like a lot of these 17-year-olds be looking like that. But even without makeup and stuff, she'd be looking pretty decent. It's like, you look 24. Oh, yeah. To me. It's like, you don't have that awkward, I'm still a kid look. Yeah, I I, I definitely think that's true. (sighs) I don't know. Well, happy birthday to her. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, flying right on into uh, what's going on on TV, Krista. Uh, okay. Yes. Now, yes, tell, tell me why uh, VH1 mm. wants to take us back, low-key, um, to, the, to the dating show with uh, <gasps> Trey Song's new um, dating show. Is Flavor of Love coming back? No. I said take us back as in it's just a dating show. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, it's, uh, I said Trey Song has a new dating show. Okay, Trey it's Trey called Trey. Tremaine the Playboy. Oh, he is so pathetic. I mean, I don't want to call him pathetic. He is so sad. Why? I don't know why he's doing this. He had a career, though. It's not like... I mean, you know, he like, can still play. put out music. Bruh. He said had. He had. He, I, I mean, he does, but it's like, he definitely... He's not at the point where it's, you're, you're going to VH1. Right. So I yeah, feel like I feel that like about Morion. But no, at the same time, Morion is pretty darn I long. really feel like Trey Songz, yeah, he's not... If I was him, I wouldn't be going heading straight to VH1 right now because it's just like mm-hmm. not a wise decision. Because I feel like once yeah. you once you make that transition, it mm-hmm. it seems like it's hard to come back from that. Like you don't want to be known for the guy who has a TV show <laughs> about dating these Instagram models, right? That's but you know that's what um, Amorian said. He was saying he he was saying in the interview that people were like, "Don't do that show, bro," and he was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna do it," and he did. And he did like he worked for him a little bit. I mean. Yeah, I don't know what music he has out, but okay. He had that song, uh, Come Close to Me. The Groceries, yeah. He, yeah. The one that he thought he should have got a Grammy for? I remember. Uh, maybe a VMA. Okay. <laughs> he could, I mean, he got a, he could have got a VMA for most popular song, but he can't act like he just set down some, ooh, just, ooh, this is the greatest song that's ever touched the radio, because no, he didn't do that. But it was like a smooth year when that song was on. Like, yeah. the whole year. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't know if I'll watch the show, but, you know, I'll definitely... I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably watch it. You're going to watch it? Yeah, I will. I'll check out the first episode. <laughs> I feel like you can do better, but I'm going to watch right, it. I'm, I'm going to watch it. You know, I'm going to enjoy myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get my life watching <laughs> Trey Song's dating show. I mean, that dating show actually seemed like a show I might try to be on, though. You know, like, people might actually be on that show because they love him. 
Not because it's like, I'm just trying to be famous. I don't know. I watched the video, and a lot of them girls look like they were uh, trying, to, trying be to be trying to be famous. They look like they all, you know, do some type of Instagram modeling, <laughs> wear a lot of Fashion Nova, and it's just it's what it is. Fashion Nova. It's it like everybody on the internet wear Fashion Nova. It's like, <laughs> come on now. That's like when you see people, and they'll be, they'll be like, in that description, model. Model wear. Right. Wait, where are you modeling? <laughs> <laughs> on your own page because I don't know if that counts. Nah, bruh. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Look out for that show, you guys. I'm definitely gonna watch that. Um, so, you know, a couple of weeks ago or something, I, I think we talked about this. I told you that Dear White People was gonna have a show on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. And, you know, the movie was not that good. It, it was, was okay. okay. It was okay. But yeah. it wasn't, you know, I definitely wouldn't think it's series worthy but mm-hmm. you know white yeah. white people and I, i'm gonna say white because why not they're they're up in arms like the movie are. didn't come out i don't understand why you're up in arms about the series but the movie you, you didn't feel they so probably were up in arms people are canceling i mean it's, the movie's been on netflix people are canceling their netflix subscriptions and i just don't get it is it i don't know for me to cancel netflix it better be real I watch a lot of Netflix. I feel like if you're a white person and you feel that burn in your in your heart that, that people are really starting to turn racism, reverse racism is starting to happen, like, you really need to step, take a step back. Like, can right. you really look at the I didn't know what you were about to say. I thought I, I thought you were about to say, well, you might need to cancel Netflix. Prove a point. So, no, no. I feel, no. I feel like they just need to, like, really think about that. It's right. like people don't just be complaining for no reason. Like, and that's what, I feel like on. some people do think that we do that, though. So, Bruh, you know, you guys like, love oh, to throw the, black people the whatever card out here. You know, you love to talk Bruh. about race. No. That's yeah, because I get true. my kicks doing this. It's like, you you really don't think, how, how can you think that as a person living in life, when I go to college, I'm one of three in my whole lecture hall. But, or when I but go for to real work, though, and I, I don't see one. There's plenty of I have where I'm the only black person, black person. And, or Bro, black woman a, in there. I had a department-wide wide meeting, and I looked around, not one black person in there. I was like, this is a problem. Like, come on, y'all can't think that that don't internalize. Like, that right. people don't see that that, you don't think, you really don't think that you treat me a little different. Like, I'm the only one in there that look like that. Mm-hmm. Like and 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 then we go through life being having to just prove ourselves and like have to just we have to deal with so much and you really can't understand that there's some truth to that. It's the same thing as somebody who's gay or somebody who's who's Mexican. It's like when you are not what the world says is normal, it is hard to be that. It's right. like why can't people understand that? I don't understand. It's not even that deep. Let me I, chill. Though. I, <laughs> I like, like 100%. I definitely agree because I don't, I don't get it. It's like I don't understand why it's so hard for you to comprehend right. the idea. What? Like it's, just, but it's just. It, I mean, you could take that so many different ways. Like when you at work, right? Let's say you work around all white males who are thirty four, mm-hmm. and you in there, you sixty. You can see how the fact that they look at you a little different. You feel a little off. You don't feel like you fit in there. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable, and it's and you have to try to re you have to try to understand yourself well enough to know to not be affected by that. That is a common thought process with anyone who feels like they are not the standard. But black people have it worse, in my opinion, because I feel like we have so much. On top of the fact that we're not like you, we also have such bad generalization that people do with us. I just can't understand why people don't understand that. It's like you ain't got to be like. You know, because I've talked to people where it's like they don't understand Black Lives Matter, but they definitely can understand the fact that like we're pulled over more than we should be, and little little things like Black people are not treated as fairly as me. Like they can say that, and right. it's like, can you? Can I at least get you there? Because I yeah. feel like can the I, person who thinks like that wouldn't something. cancel. 
Come on. Yeah, like, they wouldn't cancel Netflix. Like, right. I don't think that person would cancel Netflix. I think the people canceling Netflix are people who are like, these black people, they're in America. They have jobs. Oh, my God, my coworker's black. I have a black friend. Oh, my God, what is wrong with them? You have a I'm whole canceled. black friend? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, what is wrong with you, though? Like, why do you think that, that we can't, why can't we have nothing, bro? Like, okay, I got, you know, I want to play um, devil's advocate for a second, right? So, yeah. you know there that, that, that KKK show that was like, you know, Talking about the the struggles, wait, talking about the struggles of, you know, being KKK in America or whatever, and black people were up in arms and the show got canceled. Why is that not the same? Why can't you just not watch the show? Legitimate hate group. What? Like, that's a legitimate hate group. People want Black Lives Matter to be considered a hate group. See, that's that's too much. Y'all doing the most with that. Somebody could be saying that about the KKK. It's like the woman. Was the woman's march like, oh my god, like that that needs to be canceled? That we can't let them do that again. Come on, bro. Right. Like really, that's too much. Like y'all, I can understand even if you're like, I'm not about to be out there marching with them. Right. I'm good. But for you to act like it's a problem for like, them to do on. that, yeah, that doesn't make. Yeah, sense. it's like that. That the the KKK is different than a show where it's like I just want to showcase the issues that are going on mm-hmm. versus like. A KKK wants black people dead. Like mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter does. That's a misconception if you think that we want black white people dead. Right. That's what that because we don't. We the KKK we just has would a like history us to be alive, of killing people. You know. They, they have a history of killing and like of hating people of color. Yeah. So come on, like that's not the same thing. If black people were going around killing people, y'all, we would have been in jail a long time ago. Come on. But for you real, shoot. True. The thought. Me. Let me think about killing somebody. Right, I'm going to It's going to be all over. I put that on Facebook, too. I was like, you know, people, until I see some cops going to jail, because I, I, people want to act like, well, people want to act like they're just they're just reacting, but it's like, no, but if I react, I'm going to jail. Right. Which I should. I killed somebody. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over it. Um, let's see. Okay. Just so you guys know, everything, you know, TGI Thursdays. Which mm-hmm. is Shondaland Thursdays, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything got renewed, so there's going to be a new season of, of How to Get Away with Murder, a new right. season of Grey's Anatomy, and uh, you have to say Grey. Scandal. What? So you have to say Grey's and be hit. Did I? No. I, so I watched Grey's Anatomy. I watched the first two episodes. You did? Did you I hear did. that excitement in my voice? <laughs> because I watched Grey's Anatomy yesterday, right? And every time I watch it, I'm just like, I really wish I could rewatch the whole series. And get that initial feeling, you know, how you first watch the show, and you're just like, oh, this episode is good. I can't rewatch it and feel like that because I know what's happening. But I really oh. wish I could go back. When I watched it, I was like, oh, this show is okay. You got to get into it. You know, the first season. I feel favorite. like I need to watch at least more. I feel like you need to watch three seasons. See, so, I, no, okay, that's too time. much. I feel like you could watch the first season, and I feel like you could be like, I could definitely watch this show. Yeah, because I watched the first season, and I was like, it's cool. Like I, def- I mean, I can watch, I can get the third episode down. It's just like, I'm not rushing to watch it. So I, I finished um, Switch That Birth, which I'm really sad about. Mm. I was really enjoying myself with that show. So now I'm watching a different world. Because I've never seen all the all a different world. So I'm probably going to get through a different world, and then every once in a while, I'll probably catch an ER. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not ER. I show was like, I've been trying to watch ER, but they don't have that anywhere streaming. I'd have to buy that. Oh, you're going to pay for it? Oh, my no, God. no. That's not what I said. I said I I've been trying to, but I can't. So I'm just not watching it. Therese can't find some on the internet. They had what? some, but they're blue. they're not as they're not as crisp because you know that show was from like forever ago. <laughs> so 
and I can't I, I can't muscle through bad TV. I can't watch bootlegs. Okay, <laughs> I need I need crisp, <laughs> or it's just a no for me. I can't watch bootlegs. I'm dead. Um. Lastly, lastly, oh, you know, Shonda has a, she's gonna um, have have a new show based on this book called um, I'm Judging You. I've heard about that book. It's supposed to be very top rated. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna read it or listen to it or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's called I'm Judging You. So look forward to that. But lastly, American Idol is thinking about doing a reboot. A reboot. Bye. And exactly. Unless y'all get Simon back in there. No, I don't care who you get back in well, there. I don't care Simon, if it's the I'm... initial three. It's a no for me, okay? <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to not Why do that. You sound like you on American Idol. Right. It's, That's gonna be a no. it's a no for me, dog. No. No, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, dog. And then Simon's like, you're not good. Right. And Simon Simon's like, <laughs> come back next year, sweetie. And, you know, just right. take some voice lessons and you'll be good. Yeah. That shows everything. I feel like if they got the initial three, I might be here for it. I feel like it's just like it's it's run its course. You need to just go ahead and let it go. Okay, <laughs> shows can't go on forever. You, we got so much singing competitions, the voice. You know, America's Got Talent, good. all of this extra stuff. We're good. Yeah, we're good. The voice is my favorite. I don't I don't watch it, but you know, I don't watch it like consistently. But every time I do, I'm like, oh, this is a good show. I should definitely watch. This. You know, my dad watches The Voice. He he really likes The Voice. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all my stuff, Krista. Is it, bruh? Are we not gonna talk about this is us, Krista? I told you I didn't watch it. Oh. Yeah. Are you unprepared? You know what? I don't want to hear about it. Okay. You're unprepared, Krista. I got to say, I don't want to hear about it. I'm unprepared. Bruh. Okay. I'm sorry. I well, I, I had to watch watched. How to Get Away with Murder, which is getting good. And I I'm assuming you didn't watch those, did you? Are you no, unprepared? I didn't watch it. Well, see, knew. we're both unprepared, so don't... Not really, because I, you didn't finish them, did you? Yeah, I did. Before uh, this. Well, aren't you a little a little smarty Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> not a smarty <smart-y-arty. laughs> I'm just being goofy. Okay. Um. If you guys are like me, you find it hard to really take the time out of your day to read a book. But thanks to Audible, I can read while I'm getting ready, driving, or washing the dishes. I personally just started listening to Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes. So you guys should really check that out. And since you guys are so great, Audible is offering 20-something and living listeners a free trial. So you guys can just go to audibletrial.com slash 20SNL to get your free trial. That's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. Now let's get back to the show. Okay. Hot topics, y'all. Are you excited? I'm excited. Okay, Therese, do you want, both questions are kind of, one question is kind of embarrassing. Which one do you want first, the embarrassing question? How about we not do the embarrassing question? No, I only have two questions. (laughs) Well, you could only have one question. (laughs) (laughs) What's the embarrassing question have to do with? Because I don't like embarrassing myself. You should know that by now. It has to do with doctors. Doctors? You have probably have no. You're not gonna know what it is. I'm only telling you doctors about doctors. Which question, Teresa? Embarrassing or the, I'm interested. Okay. The other question is, and I think I might know your answer to this, but you know, since we're twenty something, you know, it's like we're kind of coming of age, and well, no, we're a little past coming of age, but I feel like we're we're kind of coming to our own. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at this point, you know, you're able to look back at your life and kind of be like, yeah, that was messed up, you know, bro, nah, you know. So have you ever wanted to be light skinned, or have you ever wanted to be light light? earth and then what was your experience with that like growing up 
before I answer this, tell me what that's got to do with the doctor. That oh, I thought you want you want oh you want the doctor question first. Oh okay. Oh yeah, I said the doctor question first. Okay. All, All right. right. No no, no that's question. fine. You've already read it, so we're gonna go with that one. Okay. So you want me to go first? You want to go first? You can go first. Okay. So the question was, have I ever wanted to be light skinned? Light skinned or just lighter? Um, I I definitely say yeah. I've never I I don't remember really ever wanting to be white. I wanted white like um. Like, uh, you know, what are they called? Mm-hmm. I don't know, physical features. Like, uh, maybe oh, my really? hair or something, or my body type. I, I really, okay. when I, you remember, I really wanted to be that white girl who yeah. weighed 120 pounds. And it was just like, I ain't have no type oh, of nothing. I was just a straight body. I thought that was what I wanted. <laughs> now, I definitely don't want that. Yeah. But it's like, being light-skinned, I feel like when I was maybe in high school, my first two years of high school, what, I went to high school, I went to a public school, and so most of the people were black. There were white people there, but most mm-hmm. people were black. And I feel like I then, more than any other time, I think I probably was like, you know what, I could definitely be a couple shades lighter. Mm. You know? Oh, wow. It wasn't like, I, I wasn't going to buy no skin lightening products or anything, but it was like, you know, it didn't make me upset <laughs> that I was, you know, not light, but it was like, you know, maybe I might look a little bit better if I was a little bit lighter, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like me and you, we used to do this thing when we were in high school. When it was like, Krista, like, I'm definitely lighter, lighter than, you. than you. And that's so bad. It is bad if you think about it. Because we used to, Terrible. we were like in Target. I don't know. We talked to somebody that we knew. It was like, which one of us is lighter? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm Krista, I'm, I'm, I'm a shade lighter than you. It's just what it is. And we would talk about it. Like, it was a real debate. It right. Was, it, it wasn't, wasn't like it, we was like getting angry about it, but it was like we really were trying to see which one of us was darker. And that's right. a problem. Like, it, it's not even that serious. Right. I feel like, yeah, it's definitely not that serious. And I feel like we. We've had, um, we've brought it up, you know, let's say over the last year, it's been brought up before, it's, but it's definitely not like... Oh, it's a joke. Right, it's just like, you know, that, that makeup ain't gonna work for you, Krista. I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm a little bit lighter than you. Yeah, like as a joke. Right. But, but yeah, even I told you that stuff about my brothers, it's like, what, they're they're darker than me? And I, I say that, like and it's so not even dark. like it's a bad thing, but I feel like... Maybe when I was younger, I don't think it was a bad thing, but it wasn't something that I was keen to be, you know? Like, I would definitely stay in the house, because I'm like, I'm not trying to get... People get darker in the summer, and that's mm-hmm. not what I was trying to do. Right. So, you're going to catch me in the house when it's hot. That's so true. But now, like, I feel like I'm good. I think I'm... Ju- Honestly, I think in the last, like, two to three years, I'm becoming, like, for real good. Yeah. But, I mean, and, and you know, it's crazy. Like, growing up, I think I had a point when I wanted to be a white girl. You know, mm-hmm. I was like... Which is so funny because like now it's like I'll be saying things but people be thinking I go to I went to an HBCU or like they right. think that I only would ever date a white per- a black person which is offensive even though I would <laughs> right date a white what person. are you talking about I would date a white person oh okay. but oh you know I'm not gonna do that right now okay. but people act like it's surprising <laughs> but because it is but so you're, you're um, contradicting yourself how are you talking about no, people act like it's surprising which it is. But it's still it offensive. It's surprising, but it's not like that would never happen. Like I'm definitely not the girl who, who, who would never date a white person. There are people who are like, you know, I want to be down. I want to black, be black. I want to love my blackness, and because of that, I feel like I should marry a black man. I don't. I don't think that deep. I, I think I want to marry a black man. I love black men. But I mean, I definitely would marry a white person. Like mm-hmm. if that's who my heart felt connected to, and I felt like you know, like he gets me and he understands me and his faith is where I want it to be. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. But too, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. You already people. know that. I definitely right. a white boy. But we have had conversations about um, 
people be saying like, should the person leading a Black Lives Matter should is it okay for them to marry a white person? We had conversations <sighs> about that. We have. And let's, let's not talk about that today. That's gonna be next week. I'm gonna write that down. Um, okay. but no, like growing up, like I legit wanted to be white. Like I went to school with all these white kids, and I no, actually I went to a school with a lot of black kids, mm-hmm. and then um they merged us to like fourth grade, fifth grade. And so in fifth grade, I went to school with all these white kids. I felt like I had walked into the grass. And it was like, I've never been in a situation where, like, people are white and, you know, they go to dare dances and they, like, they talk about little things and they, like, swoop their hair with pins and they, they twirl it around. And it's like, wow, this is, like, really different. And all of us had to come to that school and try to assimilate. And it was like, some of us were like, I'm black and I'm black and in black. Like, they didn't know. Some people didn't change. It was like, some people were like, oh, my God, I'm going to try to be like Becky. It was like, everyone kind of took it differently. Like, right. because, but, and I think I went over there and I was like, I want some white hair. Their hair is long. My hair cannot grow. You know, because basically, it's funny because Dre was on the show because she was saying, like, I had to get over the perm versus relax thing because I, like, because, like, she's saying she's not perm versus relaxed, I'm, I'm healthy here. And I feel like for a long time, I used to be, them perms bad. Because, like, I had a perm and my hair would not grow. Now, <laughs> I think it was more so I didn't take care of it. But I also do think natural hair is healthier for my hair. But, like, literally, my hair would not grow. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. And their hair was flourishing. They would cut it one <laughs> year. Next week, it's ne- next year, it's long again. It's like, bro, I want some hair like that. And then right. they acted like my hair was weird. And it was just like, I want to be white. Uh, I think that's they used to act, I feel like that type like, of stuff can make you feel like you want to be like everybody else. Because people yeah. definitely used to act like my hair was weird. I used to come with my braids. Oh, Therese, how do you do that? Oh, my God, it grew so much overnight. Girl, use your braid, okay? Damn, right. Yeah. Please. I, you, I, I wore a ponytail, you know. I wore a ponytail mm, in high back school. Back in the day. <laughs> in high school, like, um, I remember I was... Because it was like a class that I shared with you. We were in like a mm-hmm. um, religion class or something. And um, mm-hmm. a girl who sat next to me, she's like, so Therese, you can just take that off. So you can take it off. And she'd be like, can you just like take it off a little bit right now so I can see it? No. I, that's exactly. Yes. And she'd be like, just, 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 just a little bit so I can see underneath it. I'm like, girl, if you do not get away from me. <laughs> I'm like, people just. They do too Y'all much. bold. I know. Like, I feel like it hit a point when I felt really uncomfortable being a black person. It had nothing to do with being light or dark. I just wanted to be white. But mm-hmm. then I think I hit a point when I got older, like in high school, and maybe even a little early college, when I kind of noticed that, like, people seem to, like, think light skin is kind of attractive. Right. So even though I, like I never... Because light skin. Oh, you know, the light skin yeah, are out here. Yeah, the first time I ever heard that kind of stuff. The, like, teen light skin, right. teen curly hair. It's like, wow. like. And that's really back crazy. when the, the yellow bone and the red, everybody was yes. something. Oh, I'm, I'm a yellow bone. I'm a red bone. Oh, my it's God. like, that was just so real. It was so popular. Because it was like, there were songs, like, that were saying that. Like, it was like right when we got to college, everyone was talking about being a yellow bone or a red bone and stuff. And I remember, like, I didn't, I didn't, I looked in the mirror and I liked the color that my skin was. Right. But it's like when I go out into the world, I was looking at it and I'm like, I feel like I'm darker than what the world, than what like is appealing, and that bothered me. So like right. next, so like even though I was content with my skin color, it was like I kind of, I feel like the world wasn't. So it made it hard for me to feel a hundred percent content. So like yeah, that's why me and you would have these conversations, and I'll be like, I'm lighter than you because being lighter than me made me feel a little bit. It's like I felt more normal. It's like right. I've always tried to feel normal with my skin color, even though I've never truly had a problem with my skin color. It's not because I know there's some girls who look in the mirror and they don't like the color of their skin. Yeah. Like, nah, when I'm at home, I look in the mirror. I'm like, I like this, you know, this brown color. I don't know yeah. what it is. You know, it's kind of like a mix of dark brown and caramel, but I like it. Yeah. You know, but but I feel like when I walked into the world, it was like kind of a bad. It wasn't as a, it wasn't like people would be like, oh, I like that. 
too often or it, or the media just like little things I don't I can't explain it but I always kind of had an urge to be to be lighter for the world's sake but not necessarily for me like me mentally like yeah I didn't need to be light because mm-hmm. I like what I like I feel like I'm like that with my hair too it's like because I'll look at my hair I'll, I'll be dressed and be like Crystal, I love your hair but then I'll like look at That's someone cute. on YouTube and I'm like I know I really do and then I look at someone on YouTube I'm like bro but Christy your hair ain't like that that right there though mm-hmm. like I'll be like, like I really need that that three yeah. that three C or whatever Maybe, maybe not just, I don't even know what it is. It's like it's just like I'll be looking at it. Like it's like I I I'll, I'll be content until I like realize what the world seems to like, and right. then it kind of makes me kind of not as content. And it's weird, but yeah, I've always it's weird because like growing up, I wanted to be white, and then I hit a point when it was like I don't mind the color I am. I just I just don't like that everybody. It's not the popular opinion. I think that's what it was. Right. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, but we talked about that in another episode. Like, do you get offended when someone says I like dark skinned women? And it's like, I do get offended. It's like you shouldn't even be worried about all this. Just like me, because I'm attracted to you. Like, don't like me because I'm anything. I feel like I have to date someone who thinks that way. Like, I can't date someone who kind of thinks like, oh, I like darker skinned women, because that makes me feel it makes me feel uncomfortable too, Mm -hmm. in a way. Makes me feel like I'm still of the lesser opinion and I don't like that either yeah. so it's like just just like just think people are attractive and then I'm content it's weird it's weird that makes me. sense though it makes sense to me oh thank you I appreciate that but I really remember when we used to act like we were oh I definitely remember I will never forget that, that target trip we was like really yeah, we clowning outside Krista I am lighter than you I'm like two shades <laughs> lighter than you what are you talking about and I'm like Therese no you're not and we're like no Krista I, I really feel like I don't understand why you don't see this but I'm lighter than you and then, but then the guy who saw us, he said you were lighter. She was like, she's a little lighter. Yeah, I remember. So, <laughs> it was funny. Cause I lived, like, I promise you, I thought, I promise you, like, when I saw you walk into my school, I didn't think that you were an, an ugly girl, but I thought I was lighter than you. My mom. She's like, that's a dark skinned see- girl walking in here? <laughs> Not dark. I thought you was brown. And I thought mm-hmm. I was caramel. Like, that's. <laughs> I was about to say, my, my, my makeup say toffee. <laughs> I look at you and I was but like, but we both, yeah, shoot, we, we went like to, I went to, uh, we went to get some makeup before, and they definitely sold us the same color, so you know, I know. we're extra close and right, but <laughs> but we out here splitting up. hairs, um, Kristen, no, right, I think I growing up, I actually wanted to believe I was lighter because mm. I literally looked. So at you made yourself believe it. I think I kind of did. Mm. So then when people would act like I was darker, it took a minute for me to be like, I am. But I always looked in the mirror and liked the color I saw. Right. But in my head, it was lighter. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm seeing it lighter, though. That's funny. Like, you, I really thought you were, like, a brown-skinned girl. There was no question in my mind that I was darker. I mean, lighter than you. That's funny. Nope. It's crazy, because people would be like, no, Kristen. Because what? We were team team uh, middle. Team. Did we say that? Oh, my God. We're so basic. Down here. Yeah, we were. I don't think we're middle skin. I think we're on the darker side. Hmm. But um, I don't think we're dark skinned because I do I do I can see a difference between my skin color and your skin color and like someone who considers themselves dark. But I definitely don't think that we're in the middle. I don't know. I feel like we're brown. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Yeah, we're brown. I think that's what we are. Okay. This question might make not that it matters, of course. It doesn't yeah, it really doesn't. But okay, this question might make you uncomfortable. But you know, Therese, we're twenty something. <laughs> you see what I did there? And <laughs> get yourself together. Go ahead. <laughs> We're twenty something, and you know, like this is something that people deal with. Come on. So what? <laughs> oh, sassy. I want to hear you. You walking me in circles. Throw it out here. <laughs> so what was your first experience when you went to the gyno? Uh, 
my first experience. I was like, it would be funny if you would be like, I've never been. <laughs> I, I never went to like a, a gynecologist. I went to my doctor and she was like a, you know, she did, she can do that, you know. She did a pap smear? Right. I feel like that's a question, like that's something that people who are our age or a little younger who is like, I really need to go, but I'm really scared. Shoot, I was nervous. But you know. I was nervous too. I was really nervous. You know, I I, I had to, I was getting getting my whole my whole system checked out for 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 <laughs> certain reasons. So I was like, I need to do this. What certain reasons? Because that uh, <laughs> you're really trying to save me out. I see, I see. No, because you know, I'm just not a, the most regular person in the world. Not regular. That sounds gross. I know it makes it sound like something other than what it is. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't know that's why you went. Actually, you did. You said you didn't know that. No, I wasn't. I didn't know that was the first time you went. I know what you're talking about now, but I yeah. didn't know. No, regular. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and they they needed to check to see if I had the uh, PCOS. So she was like, pox. she did the pox? what? Is that pox? What is it? Polycystic <laughs> ovarian syndrome. Mm-hmm. Right, so she did. She was. I don't know what she was checking because obviously she sent me to somebody else, so she she couldn't check yeah. everything. That was a whole different experience, but hers, it was just like, it was very uncomfortable. It was like, you know. It was, I, I think the, the first time I went, I was like, so nervous. Like, yeah. I was, you would have thought I was going to get some brain surgery. Like, <laughs> I was stressed. And then the lady walked in and she was so funny. It was like, she was cracking me up. She's like, girl, this is not a big deal. She's like, nobody cares. I've seen so many. She's like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff. And she was so fun. And it was literally like five minutes. The past minute takes like five minutes. So it's like, it's sad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you, you be so pressed. And it's like, they're not even looking at you like that. Right. Like, so it was, it was just funny because I walked in there and I was like, bruh. I was so nervous. And she was just like, why you girl come right. on. And it was like, I literally was like, I'm not putting my legs apart. And she was just like, Chris. See, you were, come on. You were here being extra. I'm like, I, was I'm like, doing I just it. don't know if I can do this. And she was like, Krista. And I was like, and she was so funny. Yeah, see, I was definitely nervous. I was sitting there just like, oh, God. I mean, I was, why did I even do this today? <laughs> why am I doing right, this? Why, for why am I doing this? Because I don't want to get ovarian cancer. I need to get right. everything checked out. That's real. Actually, I need to go back. Right. Y'all should do that once a year, right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I need to go back, like, ASAP, actually. Like, it's been, like, a little over a year. But you're supposed to, yeah, you're supposed to go and get a pass from every year. So, if you're scared to go, you need to go. Because, right. like, once you leave, you'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, what was, what was I, what was I doing? Like, come on. It, for real. It it's, was, it was it's like when you're easy. little. It's like when you're starting to grow into your body or, like, starting to develop, like, a, some breasts and then, like, some hips and stuff. And you be nervous because the doctor's going to see you naked. Right. And then it's like... I need to chill. They don't care. And I had a male doctor. I've never had a male doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did once because I had a, before I had um surgery for like gall, my gallbladder, I had a male mm-hmm. doctor, but he didn't do nothing. He didn't see me. He was just, um, you know, he just, uh, Therese coughed a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he, he looked over some x-rays and was like, yeah, well, we'll, we'll do this. Oh, I mean, I've had a male doctor like that. But no, but I've I never had, had a male regular, you know, Therese. Oh, yeah, gr- this is about to be a real checkup type situation. Oh yeah, growing up my doctor was um my doctor was male. You know I've never had a white doctor either. I haven't even. My doctor he was a black man. I had a black lady. She's the same. Her husband was the one who um uh, was my mom's um doctor. Doctor. Like her, what? It, 
you know, person who gives birth or, you know, that one. Oh, okay. I don't know what they're called. And she was my doctor until I was like 21. And then I got a, my doctor right now, she's Korean. Ooh, I don't really have a doctor. Like, I went to the doctor a year ago because I was like, I need to get a check. When I tell you, because I told you about that ZocDoc app, right? Mm-hmm. And when I, I was looking at that one day, because I was like, I haven't been to the doctor in a minute. Because, you know, I was going through this thing where I was going to the doctor a lot. And I was like, in the last, because I went, I started going to her in like 2013. And I've been to that doctor like 20 times. It was really an issue. <laughs> I was like, Teresa, you really need to chill out. She's like three. You're okay. Please. Shoot. She would have saw me every day if I would have wanted to. She, like, Hi, Teresa. she walked in there like, what, nothing new. Hey, Teresa. How's school going? You know, whatever she wanted to talk about. That's funny. Mm, that's really funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Her experience was serious. But the but you know what's funny? This is gross. But the lady, she walked in and she goes, Krista, this is not a big deal. She's like, I've had women in here who said that they smell like trash. And I was like, Ooh. that is gross. Yeah. And she was like, trash. She's like, I've had trash. I've had girls who, I don't know what she was saying. She was saying all that. She was such a, one of those TMI, like, girl, mm-hmm. you are trying to calm me down right now. But you grossing me out. Yeah, it was like, and she was saying all this gross stuff. And I was like, but she actually really calmed me down. Right. Maybe she, she knows what works. Maybe, because she's, like, fit, probably a good 50 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of debating if I should go there again. You should. Before she was closer. Probably not. Yes, she was. It's not that serious. Please. My doctor is extra far away from my house. Same one. See, it ain't that. Nah, I found somebody with some good reviews on that. I got that. She had good reviews, and that's why I went to her. Somebody else closer got some good reviews, too. Yeah, well... I like who yeah. I, I like. I was like, yeah, I like her. Yeah, Let's that's go to her. true. If she was thirty minutes, I would do it, but I, it's literally like a fifty minute drive. Because mm-hmm. when I moved, when I moved to, to the Cleveland area versus like the outskirts, she was closer, and now it's like it's just not even that serious, girl. Like I'm not about to. Right. I can't do this. But she was good. She was very good, actually. So, um, so the moral of these the stories are that you you really should get that check out. Go see the doctor. Go see the doctor, and they'll probably try to make you get on birth control. See, my my, my lady did not do all of that. Oh, well, that last lady was like, Krista. She maybe she did. She showed this uh, prescribed me something. I forgot about that. Ooh, ooh la la. <laughs> the dusty crown. I think it. I think it depends on the person. It depends on what you tell them. But I saw a lady in St. Louis, and she was good too. She was very like informative. She was the one who was really pushy about that birth control. But I felt yeah. like she was good. Like she. She's like, girl, just doing. just get on it. Come on. Come yeah. On. Which I can understand in her profession. Right. But, um, anyway. Well, first trip to the gyno, guys. Make sure you get your pap smears. Those are serious. And you need, don't you need the breast ones? Yeah. You need that too. Those are important too, yeah. Don't think just because we're 20 something, can't right. nothing happen. People get stuff young. Catch you it, catch it early. Me. You are speaking to me. Because I went from like 18 to 23 and never went to the doctor. You know, I did. It was like, I went a while. I went when I was, I don't know, 20, 21. But from probably, there were some years in there where I, I didn't go to the doctor. Because I was Man, like, I'm fine. Good. No. Shoot. And when I went to the doctor, I so wasn't fine. <laughs> so, you need to go to the doctor. I won't ever forget you. <laughs> Can you share that story or that too much? I mean, <laughs> what would I be sharing? It was when you said that you had those results. I went to the doctor and I had some results. They weren't like life threatening results, but they were pretty much Therese needs to get her life together results. Okay, 
And I was distraught. It was like low-key, not even like funny distraught. It was like I was upset. Yeah, it was like I called you and I was like trying to be funny. Right, you she was like, on the phone just, call you, back. you know, being regular. As and I was like, I'm going like, to call you back. And I was like, three. Uh, no, you didn't even say I'm going to call you back. And I was like, Chris, are you not going to tell me you're going to call me back? And you're like, Chris, I wouldn't say that because I might not call you because I'm not going to call you back. And I was right. like, he is really having a rough time yeah. right now. It was real. Because I remember <laughs> my dad picked me up from some, I was coming back because I went home after I got those results because I was going to the doctor in St. Louis. That's the only reason those people gave me those results. And my dad picked me up and I was crying in the car. He was just sitting sitting there listening to me cry. <laughs> the 20 minute drive home, he was like, Teresa's just not, you know, this is all this is is a sign that you can, you can, you got time. So give it together. You're going to be all right. But they didn't give you the results, right? Right, that's what, what made me so mad. Because I went to the doctor, had that blood drawn like months ago, and they never gave me those results. They were just going to let me low-key die if they felt like it. <laughs> they weren't going to tell me nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, it's funny now, but... It is Because I was home for like winter break, so it's like I had a month, and I'll, that whole month, all I did was just sulk. I was upset. <laughs> I wasn't hearing it for nothing. And she went month. They went months without telling you, like you might want to get this checked. Right. Oh, you might want to, you know, have this doctor prescribe you some some type of medicine for anything. Come on now. I feel like that was a clerical error. Well, you know, clerical errors in lives apparently. (laughs) People can't be trusted. Okay. Oh, all right. That was fun. Okay. So the article, y'all. The article is pretty light. Uh, Well, it's some light. Crazy light. But it's pretty light. It's not like. Um, okay, so the article was someone, um, her name is Kelly Wright, and this was written um, two years ago, actually three years ago, two and a half, and it's it's about um, the show Blackish, because I was listening, I have a couple podcasts, y'all, that I truly love, and I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about Atlanta, but they were, like, on the slide going in on Blackish, really? and I was like, but you know what, some of the stuff they were saying, it was like, I definitely thought that. And, oh, really? Yeah, I have. And and I was like, I was just sitting there like, you know, you know, let me see if there's an article on something like that. Because they did not like blackish. They even like some black women. So it was yeah. kind of odd. But they liked Atlanta. But so this this article is called Just How Cosby Ish Is Blackish. It's hilarious in its own right, but how much does Anthony Anderson slash Tracy Ellis Ross comedy owe to the Cosby show? A lot of sorry. Go ahead. I'm dating myself with this reference, but anything for the greater good that is television, right? There's been so much comparing of the new ABC comedy Blackish, which premiered last night, this is old, to African-American family sitcom The Cosby Show. And while it's complimentary to do so, it's a little like comparing Grey's Anatomy to a hospital drama predecessor. I don't know how you say that word. What is it? Predecessor? Predecessor? Yeah, there you go. Predecessor ER. So okay. while it's so while yeah. it makes sense to hold them together, given the similarities, well written, groundbreaking programming, and basic storyline parallels, you got to give credit to the differences as well. As a blackish creator slash executive producer, Kenya Bear told the Wall Street Journal, the Cosby Show, probably one of my favorite one of my favorites of all time, was a family that happened to be black. And our show is about a family that is absolutely black. Hmm. Um Yeah. Anthony Anderson stars as Andre Johnson as an advertising executive. Go ahead, brother. Dad married to Tracy Ellis Ross, who plays the Amham Doctor Mom. The dad, and it says different. See, dad. See, the dad was a doctor on the Cosby Show, mm-hmm. Rainbow. They have four kids in a colonial house in the birds. 
Rock has described Blackish as a, a family comedy about a Black family dealing with their ish. What's their ish? The Johnsons are working at balancing old school family values with modern day accomplishments. As a Black man with, the all, with all the success, sometimes I feel like an oddity, Andre said in the show, in the debut show. In order to make it, do Blacks have to drop a little of their culture? Has success brought too much assimilation for the Black family? That's the question Blackish tackles every week, with a dose of humor, of course. <clears throat> so, I kind of like when I listened to the podcast, and they were they they did not it, the, their critique was that Blackish makes it seem like because you are like you have you have to like you have to act like there's this big stretch between Black people who who quote unquote made it and then black people who quote who who are like struggling and i sometimes sometimes I, i'll watch blackish and i'll be like you know i really wish that this show didn't start off like with the history lesson or like the the i just wish it was a show about being black a show about some black people like why can't y'all just be black you know like sometimes i watch the show but that and seems like, like that's the opposite of what the show wants to be it's not just that this is a show about black people this is a show about people and the world and how black and how it's perceived. I feel like I want my cake and I want to eat it too because I feel like all of that. Sometimes it's like they talking about stuff where it's like it's just not. You don't have to have that. Like the episode about therapy, I did not need a, a something about how black people don't go to therapy. Just had it. Why not? We'll catch on. Because black it's people don't go to therapy. Nah, I don't need that though. But it's I like do need that. I like that. I'm sorry. I like it in some episodes. Like the epi- the episode where um Rainbow was talking about being biracial. I thought that. that oh, I thought that episode was good. It was super good. Because it was like, it was so I, real. She, and then, yeah. Right. And I thought it was very good. It was like, wow, like she's talking about being black. But sometimes, some of the shows, the plot don't have to deal with being black. It's like, some of them don't. Like, some of them do. Like, the episode about her, uh, about Junior dating that white girl. Oh, yeah. That's the episode where you need that. The episode where Trump won, def, definitely mm-hmm. include that in it. It's, there's episodes where being black should be mentioned. But it's other episodes where she's just like, can we just talk? Can you just have the show and we lit, watch and we see that you're a black family? It's like you don't need. It's like I don't need commentary on about a black family that don't go don't go to therapy. I, and then sometimes the show is a little too comical, and it kind of makes it may it because when I let watch because I go to therapy so and I'm that's not something I'm embarrassed about. But it's like I feel like the show made it seem it's when I if I didn't go to therapy and I kind of was against it, that episode did kind of still give me the impression that it was like I that therapy is kind of goofy. Did he? Like, but I mean, at the yes. end, he, he still needed the therapy. And he, he went to therapy, and the way he was cutting up, and then the way she was acting, like, without her therapy, it was like, you're making therapy seem like this thing that crazy people, goofy people go to. And I didn't really like, it's just like, I think it would have actually been better funny. if they didn't. Yeah, I think it would have been better if they just didn't bring that black part up. Okay. I really can understand the critique of some, because it's not like the Cosby's. And the Cosby's were actually more unapologetically black than they were in this show, because the kids, you hung out with black kids, the way they get their hair, mm-hmm. the stuff that they would go to, like the music they would dance to. It was like, this is a show about some black, about a black family, but they never talked about the internals. And I think in some episodes, it's very important. Mm-hmm. In other episodes. I, look, I really like that Trump episode, that little monologue he oh, gave. Yeah. I was like, bruh. The Trump episode was good and like the feedback, but then sometimes how they go to, go to the office and it's just, sometimes it's a little too set up. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's just not realistic. Like, it almost takes away from the realistic part of it, and it makes it kind of like something funny to watch versus like, oh, I'm, I actually agree with it. Like, I think if I was a white person, I don't think I would like Blackish. And not even because of the fact that it kind of like makes me feel bad. Like, dang, white people really are hurting y'all. It would be more so because it's just like, this. Just, that's not realistic. Like, because when you go to work and he's still around all them white people and they just saying them little dancing conversations, some of them conversations just would not happen. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I just sometimes I think that I just I just wish they would just offend me, and it's just like just show us, and we can see we can see you changing your hair up, and we can see that y'all do these black things, and we can see that the grandma is from the you know we can see the grandma and the grandpa have like a hood background, and Dre kind of made it. But sometimes the the sometimes the insight is very good. It's like I need that, mm-hmm. like, but I don't think it should be in every episode. And you see, I really I just disagree. Mm. I feel like I, the, so. I like. I like it in every. I like the connection in 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 every episode. You know, mm. most of them. I'm, I'm trying to think about an episode where I I, I didn't like it because I've seen every like episode. episode where they could, where black people didn't swim, or the episode about church. It was like y'all could just have y'all being at that church, and it would that episode was hilarious. But it's like you only have to talk about how black people. Did but see, I feel like I feel like for the person who's not black, this episode needs some background. We need to know that black people didn't swim because they was draining pools that we got into. And they need yeah, to know... That was low-key informative. I appreciate that. But it's just like... Yeah, it sounds like you want your cake and you want to eat too. I do want my cake and eat it too because it don't need to be every episode is a tell-all. It's right. like a, like, oh, I'm... Because it's like they turn everything into a black issue. And not every single aspect of life is. Some things are just it's like... Not, just being but black I feel like family. this show is trying to show you how most or how you can find it in every... I mean, every episode that we put out, it's going to be about a black a way issue. To, this is what it is. The show is black. They find a way to make it about... That church episode, they, they I thought was good. They're, they're like, hilarious. black people need to, you know... You know, they start going to church. This church is so long. Oh, we go to this church. Now we got to go back. I can't, you know, I can't remember the whole episode or whatever, but I thought it was good. I think it's a good show overall. And then I feel like they really, they really put a lot of emphasis on the fact that they quote-unquote made it. And I find yeah. that kind of annoying. Okay, I... I like because it's like to be for real yeah you're 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 doing good but like i would definitely be happy to be that but i'm okay. not about to pretend like i don't know people like that or like there's people where i maybe, like, it's, that's not yeah i'm thinking that's maybe not that too. unrealistic and the way that he makes like if my mom walked around the house like that i would be like mama shut up i mean i would never say right mom, <laughs> but, but i would be like uh, shut up right you get it okay right you made it but at the God. same time it's like i i'm thinking of what he acts like he was raised in I don't know, the hood or something, right? Mm-hmm. And so for him, maybe he really feels like he, he went beyond just I'm living the the middle class lifestyle to, you know, I feel like I made it. And to me, he's proud yeah. of that. And in his household, he that's something that's important to him. Rainbow, I feel I like mean, she, Rainbow, she, Rainbow she's mentioning that she's a doctor a lot. But See, I would be like that. Remember, I'm a doctor. Like, I but they ain't got to do me being black. What I'm a doctor. <laughs> Like right, but you know, it's like yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I think they just talk about. Sometimes I think they they try to make things. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes in blackish they don't. It's like I just wish that he he doesn't. He'll like walk into the house and be like, you know, for all of this, this is imp- you know like you know for me to be this and mm-hmm. I don't know for me to have this and have this home and live in this neighborhood. It's like you don't have to do all this. Like you really don't. We can look at the show, look at the house. We can tell by watching the Cosby show that they had money. They didn't have to say it. Right. Like, it's just, like, little things. Or it's just, like, I don't know. It's just something about the show. Like, sometimes they almost... I feel like they do that more now than they used to. It does too much internalizing for me. Um, like, it, yeah. Sorry. I think I wish the show was more about a black family and less about being... I don't know. Because I do need both. Because right. that pool thing was like, wow, that, that's good stuff right there. So, but, the, the guy's name is Andre, right? DeAndre or Andre? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you consider what do you, you consider that name to be black? Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. Okay. So their last episode, 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I watched it the other day, and it was about you know they're having a new baby. So if it's a girl, Rainbow gets to name it. If it's a boy, Andre gets to name it. And Andre mm-hmm. picked the black name. I can't remember what it was, but it was like let's just say it was Devontae, okay? Mm-hmm. And Rainbow's really against it. She's like, I want it to be Michael because you know <sighs> she's like, I want I don't want his name to disqualify him right off the bat. Like he's not, you know. She's like, I put these resumes on this website. Devontae only got one callback for a bail bondsman, but Michael got all yeah. of these callbacks, you know. Yeah. And it's the episode ended up being about why can't black people just like you know choose names and not be you know profiled or whatever for their names and they end up saying that they're going to name their kid Devontae because the rest of their kids have white names and they don't, they don't want to do that anymore. I feel like sometimes I just wish that the show just would have been like we're just going to name him Andre or Devontae. Like right. We're name him Devontae. And then we see the show where the show the boy is named Devontae. Like on Moesha. That's a very black name to me. That's not right. even black. It's just like. But I mean when the rest of your kids I, are named whatever those kids names Zoe, are. Zoe. Yeah Zoe and right. I can't think of another name. Michelle or what. I don't know their names. Mm-hmm. But it's I know, it's, not it's to me. If you said I'm gonna be like that's it, Junior. Ju- yeah, yeah, junior. So his name is Andre. So to me, I'm mm-hmm. like y'all doing this whole thing like Andre not a black name, right? I just I don't. Sometimes I don't think it needs all of that. It's like just just be like I feel like it. It actually might I might take more away from the show just watching a show about a family, an ad exec, and a and a doctor being married, and them just having some black kids, and then you just, and I just pick up the fact that they're a black family and they're dealing with these things and every once in a while you can mention these things like not every episode i probably would prefer a show like that actually like a a mix because sometimes the show it, it takes it, it takes it, it makes sometimes when you start thinking about things too much and you start internalizing everything and you start making every single thing a black and white issue it actually makes it harder for you just to live mm-hmm. and i feel like that's i, I think that's kind of the thing the point that, that's kind of the point of view they're trying to go with with dre it seems like like he just makes everything about race right and Rainbow doesn't really do that as much, but I feel like it's as a per, as a person watching it, it's hard for you not to be like every single thing like oh yeah you right, and sometimes it's just like it's just annoying. It's like I just wish the show was just about a black family. Yeah, like I low key want another show of a family. I feel that's like because I don't to me that's all it is and, though. It's like there's another show for that. Well, maybe that's what I need. And black is just what it is. It's meant to do what it does, and you gotta take it or leave it. That's fair. I understand that. And then I. There was, I was listening to that podcast, and they were saying how, like, all those kids are mixed. And I was dead, besides the little one. The girl. And oh, that's like, funny. Cracking up. But I don't I mean, know if they that, are mixed. Maybe they, they did that on purpose, because Rainbow is supposed to be, you know. They're all supposed to be a, a fourth white. But a fourth white. That means white will show up a little bit. It will. But I've always, I hate, I mean, I've always been a person. Like, I'm very, like, I'm very kind of, like, I like to see what makes sense. Yeah. I don't know the word for that, but like I'll watch a show and I'll be like, that could not be y'all kids. Oh, I do that. They don't look like you. Like, why would y'all even pick that kid? Like on um Fresh Prince, that second mom. I mean, people always talk about her, but it's like the only woman that the only person who could have birthed the rest of them kids would have been would be Hillary. And even Hillary, she looks like no, that probably mm-hmm. wouldn't even make sense. It's like and then that little boy, he was dark. You know the the one that they had at the um the end, the, the little you know yeah Nikki Nikki yeah. It's like, like don't even look like it came out of that mom. I know. <laughs> what are y'all talking <laughs> well, about? Like, it's like, I don't like when they do that in shows. And so I feel like when I look at those kids, it's like, yeah, they could look like I've never that, even thought but, about that before. But, you know. Oh, I'm looking huh. at those kids. Like 100% before. not even crossed my mind. Really? Oh, my I should, God, I should kids. think about that next time. The only one, the thing, the one that I think that they would really look like is the little boy. Like, if you really think about it, like, what would Tracy Ross and Anderson Anderson kids 
aesthetically, yeah, he might not look like him in the face, but that's about what he would look right. like. Right, yeah. Like, but the other ones, it's like... I feel like the two that are supposed to be twins, I mean, obviously they can be fraternal, but it's like, y'all don't... They don't even look alike. They yeah. don't look at all alike, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. Sometimes I just I, sometimes I just wish the show was about a black family and not as blackish. That's why I like that article, because she was talking about they're, they're two different shows, because they really are. Mm-hmm. Like, they are not... I would compare family matters or something to the Cosby show before I compare blackish to the Cosby show. I think, I think the reason why people want to compare them so like much the is the new age Cosby show. Is it? That's, I feel, I feel like, like they like just want to They want it is. to be that so bad, but it's like, is it? Because realistically they just want, they just want, there's no other show about a black family. So therefore I, that has to become mm-hmm. the next Cosby show, but that's not the next Cosby show. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. It's like, it's it is looking at the content of it. It's like, I, and I'd rather had a Cosby show. Like I want a new Cosby show. Not, a show where we're dissecting. Well, I think a show like that is necessary. Put your um, put your writing hands to to use and write a write a script. Pitch no, pitch a sure. script to. I NBC. need somebody else to do it. I'm waiting for it. I want Mara Brock to kill you know because she is gold. I love her. Mm. She's everything. She's from Missouri. Oh really? Yes, I love her. She's gold. Um. Okay. So. Thanks for a little word three. Appreciate you engaging me. I'm curious what people would think about that. <laughs> anyway, because I do love Blackish, and I'm definitely not going to stop watching it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, eh. Sometimes it's like, y'all really don't need that, though. Like, can, can we just be black? Just be black. I don't need to hear all that. Yeah. Stop making it bigger than it is. It's like, well, no, it is a big issue, but it's just like, just stop. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. Oh, my phone. Okay, so... You know, I really want this. Is, I'm gonna just plug that the people sending us gaspiration and people sending us um, hot topics. Hot topics would be great, but if people have gaspiration or something that really inspires you, you really should send that to us. Yeah. Because, like for real, or and also the prayer request. We definitely want to pray for people, but at the same time, like, because my gaspiration comes from my perspective. Yeah. And sometimes you get the most eye opening stuff when you're like, man, I wouldn't even thought about that like that when somebody else breaks it down right. to you. And you're like, you can read something like that. You hear that one that one verse that just really gets you together. Go ahead and tell us. Right. About it. Or a song and or anything. Like, just let us know. Right. And then you give me a reason why it was so good. And I'm like, I would right. have never thought that. And now you just really made that one of my favorite right. verses. Like, I Crystal need that. Get so hyped so for you. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? Like, oh yeah, this is good. Yes, God, look at you. Like that's how I am. But because I was thinking about it, and I was like, I mean, the gospel I'm doing is definitely from my um perspective, and um I will I definitely will share it because I think it's valuable. But at the same time, like I do want to hear other people's input, and I will absolutely make sure to read that off as a gospel that week. Um, but this is me. Like I said, this coming from my perspective, and the Bible verse that I want to talk about is Proverbs twenty nine. 25 and it says fearing people is a dangerous trap but trusting the lord means safety and then i also have it in my bible and it i have it here as fearing people oh what's the same thing okay thought it was a different version anyway um so yeah so it says fearing people is a dangerous trap but trusting the lord means safety and i don't know if, if you guys are like me but like i said i'm coming from my perspective and growing up i always had like a fear sometimes of other people and and not like oh my god i'm scared of her but it was just like it could be a guy. It could be like, oh, my God, I'm so scared to talk to him. Like, he is way, he's way too cute or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Bible says fearing people is a dangerous trap. Like, that is truly a dangerous trap. If there's someone who you feel, like, an urge to obey or you feel an urge to, like, 
something in you, when you get around them, you can't be 100% yourself because you're too worried about um, impressing them or trying, or, or you have like a fear. And I can't explain it. And But I think people understand what I mean. It's like something about, Something about when you when you can't when you're not allowed to be 100% you because of the fact that something about another person makes you want to be different or it makes you feel some type of way. The only person, as this verse says, who should do that is God. Mm-hmm. It's like that's a dangerous trap, and and of course that can go to relationships easily because it's like you when when you have a fear of losing someone, that's a dangerous trap. Like when you have a fear of that person leaving or when you have a fear of someone who's your friend not being your friend, that's dangerous. It's like something, when you have a, something in you that makes you feel like you cannot perceive how you normally would perceive, that is bad. And the Bible easily tells you don't fear people. And I, I, I think that when I read that, I thought like, wow, that is really good because sometimes I'll be at work and I'll be like, oh my God, like I'm so scared about what my boss is gonna say or think about me and it's like yeah you know you should definitely respect authority and the bible does talk about that Mm -hmm. but at the same time never should that overcome you the only person that you should be feared of is god the only person that you should be fearful of is when you about to die and god says how did you live your life that's the only thing you should ever really be fearful Mm -hmm. of but at the and and you should and thank you and (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like (laughs) Fearing people is, I just think, I don't know, like, I I know growing up, there were people who was like, they never were mean to me, they never did anything to me, but it was like a group of girls or something who I would look at, and I'll be like, something about them makes me fearful, and it makes me feel like if they tell me, to ask me to do something, or if they invite me somewhere, I have to go, because it's like, something about it is, something about them is very, like, I'm putting them above, and it's like, sometimes when you start putting other people above you, it's kind of like out of fear and I feel like the only person who should be above you is God and that mm-hmm. that is 100% true like and you need to remember that in any type of relationship any type of situation that you're with someone it could be a friend it could be a coworker, it could be a boss you need to remember that the only time that anyone ever is above you I mean is above is above the only person above you is God that person is on the same level. Like, I promise you, like, and, and I'm telling you as a person, like, it's going to be hard for me to see Beyonce, her sit right next to me and me not think, man, I'm pretty darn inferior to her. Like, but it's like, but you're not. Right. Like, you really are not. And you need to keep that mindset. It's like whenever you have a doubt in your mind and you start feeling, start feeling down on yourself and you start feeling like I'm not at their level or I'm not cute enough for him. It's like, you have to remind yourself, like, God made us exactly the same. Mm. And it says clear in that text. Fearing people is a dangerous track, but trusting the Lord means safety. And that's how people actually end up getting heads and they start getting conceited and things like that because people actually do allow yourself to fear someone. That's, and that's unhealthy. That, that was, I'm sorry. They caught me off guard. That God made us exactly the same. That's, that was good. Teresa, I appreciate that. Like, I really, because it's true. It's like, I, I think for so long, I really honestly think just at this age, at 24, like, I'm just starting to realize, like, you are not better mm-hmm. and you are and I don't mean that in like a shady way but I mean that in like you really are on the same level like and some and it's people where it's like easy I'll be like girl but I am better than you and then there's other people where it's like it's not as easy for me to make that distinction mm-hmm. and it's like something something about it makes it difficult and it's like no nah, like bro we level like I it's it's like yeah with with your path in life and how you're obeying like how Dre was saying like being obedient being obedient with God definitely you could definitely be far above someone in that and you could be living in your purpose, which makes your life seem more appealing. But at the same time, even when you broken as can be, or you're bro- or you're you're feeling like you just off your purpose, you're not on your journey. You have to look at someone who you think who who seems to be in line with their journey, and they're living how they should be. And you and you put start making them seem inferior and things that you just can never achieve. You have to look at them and say, you know what? 
I am you're not you're not greater than me. You I can't fear you. I can't act like you are unattainable. I mean, everyone has to stay in their own lane, but you have to remember that the only person who above anybody is God. That's the only person ever. The only person who can truly control anything. Everybody else is just living. Right. And you got to remember that everybody else is just living. And yeah, he might be fine, but might be better looking than you. She might be a, a better singer. It's like everything, but it's like you have to just remind yourself. I promise you, it's something about me that sets me apart from her. It's like, it's just like I just it's like a self esteem issue, and it it just tired. You have to have to remember that that there like it's, it's nobody better than you. Nobody greater, y'all. That's a good jam out there. Nobody is greater <laughs> but God. Like that's it. Right. Like there's this. I mean, you can't put. And when you start putting people on a God level, that's a problem. Like if you be talking, if you'll be like, man, she is. You know, if you're a guy and she is so cute, and you just got her up here like acting like she everything. And then somebody says you want to go to church, or they start talking about God. Man, I ain't trying to hear all that. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. You need that. You need to switch that because you can't never do that. Like, <laughs> nah. But I feel like that's that's how you need to think. Like just remember, fearing people is a dangerous track. Trusting God means safety. You put your trust in God. You have to understand, and, and and trusting God can mean that you just understand that you know what, like, I don't need to fear God because I trust God. I don't need to fear people because I trust God. I don't need to feel inferior because with with them because I trust God, and I know that God wouldn't make me inferior. God made me level. God not level, but God made me my own person, and therefore I'll never be inferior to them. Now maybe in certain categories, yeah, I'm not as good, but no, ain't nobody great at everything. Like, right, I'm not. And some people, some things, and you have to just remember, you know, like remember, you're not meant to do everything. So those aspirations, fearing people is dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. So yeah. you don't don't allow yourself to be trapped in a situation where you are inferior or you're feeling like you have to change your behavior because you want to appeal to someone else. When really the only person that you should be appealing to is God, and you should also trust God. That's what I had to say. I think I kind of went around in a circle with that, but I feel like all. it it had some good some good takeaways. Good takeaways. What are you trying to say? That it had good takeaways? Is that what I said? What do you mean? Sounded like, yeah, Christy. It's all over the place, but. Christy, please don't do the most right now, okay? <laughs> Whatever, y'all. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed. It was a long episode. Um, Actually, I think it might be shorter than last week, but, which is crazy. But anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I know. <laughs> but we had an interview. Right. That's what makes it so Yeah, crazy. you guys should tell us how how you feel about the um the interview. The interview, yeah, because we're gonna do some more and I, I personally really enjoyed interview that interview. So mm-hmm. if you have if you guys have any input, any takeaway, send us lots of questions. And don't forget, y'all, subscribe to us on iTunes at twenty something and living and also follow us on SoundCloud and follow us on Instagram. Right. It's twenty something and living and it's something and living all spelled out. Mm-hmm. Hey yeah. guys. It's been real. It's been, it's been fun. fun. We'll see you. It's been, but it hasn't been real fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll see you guys in two weeks. <sighs> All right, y'all. Bye. bye.